3D6 Down the Line. Hey everyone, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. It is episode 56 of the Halls of Ardenvool Mega Dungeon using the old school essential system by Gavin Norman. The Halls of Ardenvool, of course, is by Richard Barton. My name is John. I'm the referee for the evening. Going around the horn, we have. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm playing Darius Vile, the second level assassin. We normally have David playing Upior, the first level necromancer. However, he's dead to us tonight. I'm uh, Matt, and this evening I shall be portraying Njol Okart, the fifth level Wiscan fighter at your service. Hi, everybody. I'm Ted, and tonight I will once again reprise the role of Mortus J. Gobliano, proving the old adage, any mort in a storm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you like lie awake in bed at night trying to think. That one came to me in the shower. Okay, so uh, oh. we are doing a team tonight who is uh, exploring the areas surrounding the Great Hall after teleporting there from the Blue Pillar Room. Um, it is the third of Jelenio, says it is for all of the teams. A team is at the earliest time frame out of all three teams by a few hours, actually. It is 11.20 a.m. That reminds me, I need to pull out my time tracker here. Um, and we are talking about Darius, Njal, and Mort currently here without your necromancer. So um, I have a, what was that squeak? So that was my mic. I'm sorry. It was my, oh. was it just adjusting my snowball and it, it, it oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So we have, I have written down here. A torch is about to go out in one turn. I'm not sure who's carrying that, but someone's got that. Um, and yes, you guys are at a, let's see, let's switch it over to Miro real quick for everybody. Um, you are at where the AV marker is right there. So, after spending most of last session talking with the sun-scarred knight, Sir Simonet, um, who was recovering from a, his own encounter with not only the fear creature, but also looks like having fought some goblins and setites as well, is recuperating in a dead-end chamber um, on his own to the south there. Um, but uh, his story holds up as you ex continue to explore eastward from there. Um, having uh, discovered the goblin charred bodies that were the victims of his powerful lance that uh, apparently emits energy of some sort, some horrible burning energy, found um, you, the goblins relayed to you that there is a secret passageway that connects that room with the uh, room with the fountain. And then exploring even further east, you were in a narrow five foot wide corridor, immediately started to smell the sense, uh, the smell of decay coming from both the southern uh, hallway leading to the south and towards the east. Source of the eastern smell was re readily apparent right in front of the door leading eastward, which is where you're standing right now, which are three goblin bodies that um, have been expertly butchered in some places for choice cuts of meat. Um, and Ugh. I believe that's where we left off. Yeah, so 1120. You've got the goblins that are still huddling around there. You've you've uh, You've treated with them you know, uh, you, you can go back there freely without fear of them, like, attacking you or anything like that, right? They're also um, under, they're scared to go back to the fear thing room. Um, 
reunification with the other teams is dependent as far as you surmise to get through the double doors in the great hall which um at least with the paths that you know can only be done through the room with the fear element with the fear creature so the uh goblins also warned you of the sunscar knight who you talked to but um also warned you that there were horrible noises coming from the north where they uh told you that they had fought a pitched battle against against Setites, who also seem to have been equally frightened as well. Um, but uh, for some strange reason, uh, unnatural, awful gurgling and growling sounds were coming from that room after they uh, blockaded it. So that's the deal. What do you do? Well, our choices sound so, so delightful. <laughs> Why don't we just go back to B-Team? You guys want to just go back to B-Team now? <laughs> that's just a that's just a um so i i mean we i know we talked about a lot of things on discord a lot of options we have mm-hmm. um all of which involve basically stopping where we are and working our way back and trying to reunify i just think uh, i had forgotten about these two doors here do we want to think about exploring them there is a uh, i should mention there is a slight glow a continuous glow of light coming from underneath the very thin seam at the base of that door where the goblins are bunched up. The at that eastern thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, um, I realized that if we open that up, that's you know delaying our plan of working backwards and trying to reunify. It does seem a little odd to come to a door and not open it. And not open it, but uh, well. <laughs> Also, I mean, not to be the fly in the ointment, especially since I was like persona non grata on Discord today. But um, I do think that uh, likely the beastmen chopped up those goblins for meat, right? Maybe, possibly. Oh, I thought we thought it was the something goblins. in the south. Oh, I, I thought it was something down that southern hallway. Oh, Who knows? Cannibalism. There could be horrible things everywhere. (laughs) And there probably are. There probably are. But I'm just like, uh, I love the plan with the fear monster. I love, and I won't spoiler it. But (laughs) yeah. But I also think that the um, potential for shenanigans to go awry is like really high in that. So I don't know. Is it worth maybe just poking our nose through this other door and just seeing maybe it's Disneyland? Well, I have have an idea. I have an idea. John? Okay. If we just so uh, I, I remember last uh, last time we were here, uh, Nyal threw a, a javelin at one of the goblin corpses just to kind of make sure it wasn't like going to mm-hmm. respond or whatever. Yep. Huh. And we're right right there. Can we just move them over um, enough to look under that door and see along with the you mentioned there's like a little glow coming through. Is there any like shadows or movement or you know into any interruption of that light that might indicate somebody's back there no it's it, you, could, you could certainly watch move the bodies and if you you kind of stare at it long enough um i wouldn't even say it takes a full turn you see no shadows passing like it's a continuous steady glow yeah. we, i should listen too yeah can we get eyes on the door itself and just see if it's like locked and if it's like you know checking that and, ch- and listening that'll take a turn okay let's do that okay so after that turn, the torch goes out. So now, whoever was holding that, there is no light. Uh, Mork can see no, the other two of you cannot. Can we have relit the t- a new torch on the end of that torch? Well, you could just do it right now if you want. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you're yeah. Okay, let me just mark that. So blow on it a little bit. It'll, it'll spark back. It. Who's holding the torch? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I think, he, I think Darius was right. I don't because I, 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 I don't have one on my. That. Yeah. I don't mind doing that, but if I have to use my last invisibility to run away, you guys are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can still see. You'll still we can still see the light. Not sure, you drop the run away. Torch, but anyway, yeah. Okay, so Darius um, is lighting the torch. Yeah. Okay, so mark the torch off. Okay. Um, and you have torches, Darius. We filled up in that. Um, the, the goblins gave us one, didn't they? They gave us a couple. I believe they did. Yeah. Okay. But make sure it's on your character oh, yeah, sheet, got, otherwise uh, you didn't. No, have, Darius has. I have. I have five on my character sheet right now. I have three left. Okay, cool. All right, I so Mark went off. Nothing. Okay, so um, the uh, you guys want to check the door and you want to listen and all that kind of good stuff. So um, those listening, please uh, roll. You you listen, Ted. I'll do the searching part. A three. Okay. I guess I can. I guess I can listen to. I don't have nothing pretty. Nothing very exciting, even for a goblin. Okay. I I can still give it a try. Why not? Try. Why not? Why not? We don't silo abilities in this game. What do you think we're playing? There we go. I've got a six. I'm really good at it. Uh, No, the opposite of that. So you guys don't. (laughs) You guys don't hear anything on the other side. Um, The door itself seems to be pretty much a duplicate of the one that you passed through to get into this hallway. So just a small, typical um, Arcantian door. Wooden iron bands. All right. All right, guys. Do we want to? Do we want to check it out? I mean, I can. I can. Um, y'all will happily just like, did, you know, crack it open and peek in. Yeah. Did my search of the door reveal anything different, John, than just it's a normal door? No, that's what I'm saying. It's just okay. Cool. Door. Yeah. All right. Okay. So why don't why don't we use my? Oh wait, Breggy has the ten foot pole. Does anyone have a ten foot pole? I no longer have one. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do with it? I, I, I javelins. Say we could push it open from like a distance, you know. Uh, now y'all will just, uh, y'all just like peek in. I'll just crack it and carefully peek it. Okay. Okay. All right. So it, it it gives relatively easily. Probably hasn't been used all that often, um, but uh, you open it up with minimal sound and you peer in, and it is definitely another Arcantian chamber. Uh, so yeah, carved out. So it um it is a. 40 foot east to west by 30 foot north to south room. And you are coming in in the very southwestern corner of the western wall. Ooh, that's awfully close to that door to the big chamber up there, boys. Will you describe that again, John? 40 feet east to west, 30 feet north to south. You're coming in at the very far southwestern corner of the western wall. 40 feet east to west, 30 feet North South. Okay. Yes. Now there, um, the, Oh, one point of clarification, just this total side note, uh, but I'm just realizing when I'm looking at the map, um, way back in the day, when you first entered the great hall, when you first uh, did the split party, um, when I was describing the barricades of the beastmen on the Eastern side of the great hall, I also described that there was a, an identical Southern barricade there. Yes. That barricade, it, it is indeed a barricade, but it is not in any way, shape, or form, the same as the very well-made and sturdy um, uh, ah. door-like structures that the that the beastmen have created. It's much more of like a junk barricade with like uh, with a you know uh, detritus and uh, wood and all that kind of crap. Okay, so but it, it is removable. it is still very effective, but it's just it does not look like it was a be- a beastman make. We'll put it that way. And the, uh, the other ones, the ones along the east, um, you had mentioned that they have a door in them. This this is literally just a pile of junk. No doors. Where? In the, on the southern 
uh, that southern entrance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no doors or anything like that. Yeah, it's just a big barricade. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so uh, back to this room. Anyways, uh, their uh, egress is out of here. There appears uh, at a cursory glance that there is a very small, like kind of like the same size door that you entered through. Um, another door on the eastern wall, um, just south of 10 feet on the eastern wall. Um, and there is a normal size door that is heading, uh, that is on the northern wall, 10 feet in from the east. All right. So <clears throat> northern wall, 10 feet in from the east. So one there. And eastern from, wall where? Nope, from the east. You got your east and west mixed up. Be over here. Right, right there. Or here, do you mean? 10 feet in. So, so, so yeah. Here. And the eastern wall where? Um. Uh, it is uh, 10 feet down the eastern wall. So dead center? No, because it's like a little tiny one, so it's just past 10 feet. Oh, gotcha, okay. Like that? Yeah, but the northern one is a normal-sized door. Okay, uh, now for the room itself. There is a, uh, it appears to be continual light, has been cast generally in the uh, center of the ceiling. And uh, the... Looks like the original decorations of the room are long gone. The floor is littered with stone rubble of all sorts. Rises to a height of several feet in the corners. Um, you can see that there are faint paths that sort of lead from each of the three doors to the center of the room. And in the direct center of the room, there is a stalagmite coming out, emerging from this tiled, broken floor. And it's about four feet tall. And strangely, not only the, the sight of this stalagmite itself is very strange, but resting super precariously, like just barely balancing on the very tip of this stalagmite, is a simple three-foot-in-diameter-wide bronze platter. Okay? And because it's four feet tall, everyone probably except for... Oh, no. Yeah, everyone actually here. Oh, no, not Mort. Everyone except for Mort can see that within that platter, there appear to be some shiny silvery or platinum coins. And it's just yeah. barely hanging on top of that stalagmite. All right. <laughs> Anyone else feel like that is just like, hmm, that's a, that's mm, a trap. That's okay. a trap. You know what, you know what I wonder? I wonder if the, the um, footprints to it, I wonder if that's a place to like donate to something, right? Like if you add a coin, yeah, this feels like one of those those games, though, like like a Jenga kind of thing. You add a coin, the thing falls down, something eats you. You take a coin, it eats you. I don't know. So you can see that there, yeah, most of the room is um, kind of piled with um, uh, stone rubble of all sorts, right? Um, uh, it looks to be kind of some natural, some um, work from the stone. Except for those paths, um, you can also see you can see on the eastern side of the stalagmite that there are a few like clearish path, uh, you know, like patches, not really pathways, but they're sort of, you know, dotted around. There's probably, uh, let's see, I'd say there's probably about um, like two of them or so that are just sort of clear. Of, of rubble, everything else is sort of, um, you're sort of bound by moving um, along those pathways unless you wanted to move some of the rock. Yeah. Um, and John, in, in general, like, there is I'm a sorry. slight, you can hear a slight 
um, constant hiss, just sort of Ooh. sourceless. You could just hear like a tss. Oh, it's that's probably not good. Or snakes. It's very, very uh, John, subtle, though. Yeah, John, looking in, does it? Do, do we smell anything? Uh, no, not really. No. Okay. Look at the the rocks. Do they look like they've fallen from up above, or like maybe they were brought in here and piled? Uh, yeah, it looks. There's not enough rock here to, to, to. Uh, what's what's the word? Uh, rationalize why there's so much in here. But yeah, there are uh -huh. chunks of the ceiling that have fallen in, and you can definitely kind of see them on the floor. You know, so that could it, be it, some of that. Like, could be some mix. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, boy, what do you can't tell that, the source of the hissing? Is that what you said? It's it's sort of all around. If you had to say, like, uh, because it's sort of pervasive, probably coming from that stalagmite right in the middle of the room. Um, any smell to it? Not Is really. Huh. And the they, the they stalagmite. Don't know how to put the sulfur in the in the natural gas yet? <laughs> the the stalagmite. Looking at that closely, I mean, from twenty feet away, um, appears very rocky, very like. Well, I mean, stalagmites don't just form; they don't just show up. They they drip down mm -hmm. and form. So, what's dripping from up above? Nothing. There's no stalactite above it, right? Not really. No. So this is unnatural in its appearance and location. Does it? Yeah, it's it's very strange looking, especially because okay. you're not in, you're not in a natural cavern. You're in an Arcantian chamber. Exactly. Yeah. So either it's some sort of volcanic thing that's pushing up from below, or it's a monster or creature or some kind in disguise. If you had a dwarf with you, you could definitely peg what the uh been with this group. <laughs> um, John. Wait, didn't you give didn't you give uh the goblins the same uh like didn't you house rule goblins have some of those dwarf abilities? No, they had the, they had the same dwarf thing with listening at doors. It was my house oh. rule. Yeah. And you're welcome. Okay. Riding on the coattails of the elder races. <laughs> <laughs> um, goblins have been around since not a time man look at us please all right uh john does the if i if i waggle the torch at the entryway of the door does it change colors no good question oh i see very cool question the but coal mine where yeah. you blow the whole place up right exactly yeah. do we have any would, uh, Ooh, can you get a canary out of the sack <laughs> wrong, wrong guy man wrong, wrong guy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like right. checks the sack that he has in his backpack. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Um, so you know, goblins have the ahead. highest saving throw, Ted. All right. <laughs> wait a Fine. second. Wait a second. Here, here's think, what. Here's I think, what I want. Go ahead. I think the stalactite is a monster. I think the hissing is its 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 hissing. I think it's I get within ten feet of it. All these tentacles are going to come out and grab me and suck me in. And the the little plate of coins is is just a lure. So there's uh, for one thing uh, that definitely a good suspicion to have, Mort. Um, but you uh, the hissing is is constant, and it does not appear to be like any sort of like inhalation exhalation. Right? It, it's you know it's just like right. a co constant sort of hiss. You know. Like if, okay. if if there were a gas jet in the room, that might be a sound. Like as yeah. as modern people, we might suspect. Yeah, and I'm pointing it out too another... because only because you guys are being very quiet and very cautious. I mean, it is very very yeah. hard to hear. All right, why don't we light another torch and throw it in? I love that idea. Let's do it. 
I'll pull a torch out of my pack, John. Okay. Light it off the first torch. Okay. We're going to uh, back up first. Back up a little bit so that we're not just standing in the doorway like doofuses. Mm-hmm. Kind of hook that torch over straight and at the stalactite. And, and shut the door. the door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Straight at the stalactite. Like you're going to try to hit the stalagmite? Hit it or get close to the base of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Okay, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, you toss it in there, and um, it, it kind of rolls to a stop right against the stalagmite, and uh, it just burns. You don't see any color change. You don't, it, no change in the room. The stalagmite doesn't yell, ow! Nope. <laughs> okay. No tentacles come out. Nope. No mouth opens up. Nope. I'm disappointed. Right. I am, too. I thought we'd finally found the elusive mimic. Oh, there's going to be something in here to kill us. It's a roper, man. It's not a mimic. It's a roper. It might be. I, sus- I suspect that as well. Um, all right, guys. Uh, do we want? Do we want to like check out that northern door? Because if so, I can attack that thing. I can throw a javelin at it. I can pull the yeah. javelin that I threw at the dead goblin. We're all and... agreed that we're leaving the the platter of money, right? Right. Yeah. yeah I'm not tempted by that. Yeah. Okay. I, I I have to say I like the idea. If this door would lead us out that southern entrance. Uh, of the the great hall, and we could just avoid the fear thing altogether. That's a winner. Well, I also think we right? could lift a shit ton of goblins to help clear the barricade if there's just a barricade there. Oh yeah, well, they'll come with us for sure. So let's let's do it. Let's skirt around the uh, western and northern edge of the room to avoid the the uh, stalactite and go to the door. Do you want me so, to throw a, a javelin at it first and see if it reacts? It didn't react to being an open flame next to it. I don't think it's gonna react to a javelin either you'll probably knock the the tray off if you throw a javelin and that'll make a lot of noise okay yeah okay. we don't want that so you're okay. you're moving along the western into the northern mm-hmm. yeah i think i i think yeah as ted said we're gonna try to creep you know scramble over the rocks if we need to and stay close to the wall okay it's very very rough and going and you're very much going slower than normal because you have to pick your way it's like i mean it's really crammed with rock especially around the sides and in the corners yeah okay yeah um, all right, so yeah, you move your way slowly around, and uh, you're not, uh, and you're just kind of scrambling over the rocks. Nothing seems to happen, and uh, you are deliberate. Are you deliberately avoiding the pathway? Yes. Yeah. Can we? Can we? As we approach it, though, as we look at it, can we actually look at the pathway too? You remember how the blue room had like the uh, faint imprints of like footprints mm-hmm. on the sides mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This doesn't have that, right? Because there's no, there's no like soft detritus. It's just a clear path of rockway. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, there's track? still like, there's still like grit and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But it's definitely a marked pathway. There's no footprints though to be seen. No boots or hooves or anything like that. Unfortunately, okay. not. No. Yeah. All right. Well, well. Um. Plates, acid traps. Uh. Well, Darius, as you are, as you're kind of moving around the edge and you approach the northern door. Okay. And you're getting closer to that to the end of that one path because you're paying attention to anything strange in the path and looking for traps, you actually do see that directly in front of that door along the path stretched just at ankle height between two pieces of rock is a very thin filament of wire. Nice. Hold on, guys. Someone's laid a trap. Uh, is there any way to deduce, John, that what that might be um, hooked up to? You follow the wire. Follow the, yeah, follow the yeah. wire. So you 
you do. And it's actually kind of, it's kind of strange because it's, it's tightly wound and attached professionally to like two opposite ends of some pieces of heavy rock. Right. Um, and it looks like the filament is thin enough that it would snap with just the slightest amount of pressure, but then kind of looking at the rocks and how they're mounted and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't look like it would trigger any sort of weird rock fall. It's just, it just looks like the wire would snap. So it's kind of strange okay. and where you're kind of sitting there bemusedly looking at it, Darius. Um, you do notice that the filament itself, it, it, it probably belies its actual strength. It seems to have a, um, like a weird sheen to it, something that doesn't seem natural. Hmm. Like a poison or something. But the other option is that this is the trap we're meant to find. And there's a second trap that we would trigger trying to disarm this thing. Oh, well, your paranoia level is so there, Ted. I love it. Well, well Dar I, I can say, Ted, that Darius was uh, the only reason I gave Darius is that because he specifically told me he was looking for right. traps along the path. And, yes. and now I'm and, specifically telling you I'm looking around the door for the other trap that is here while, okay, so, while Darius uh, investigates the wire. So, searching around, going, moving around the room and looking at that trap is going to have taken a turn. Yeah. Does while we're doing that, John, do the wires just end at these rocks or are they is it does it like wrap around it wraps around yeah okay 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 uh guys i, I wonder if this isn't one of those uh uh magic alarm kind of thingies that uh avaricio yeah, does be, sometimes or it could be poisonous like you just actually poison. yeah but that well i mean if it's at ankle height or like whatever you're probably wearing pants right like so who cares um, gosh i hope he's wearing pants uh no we're done wear pants Donald Duck in this whole dungeon. No, I'm not Donald I'm, Duck. And I'm wondering, leave in there, man. <laughs> Got the um, little John, tunic, you know, with the terry what, what you do? And sandals. John, can I can I spend a little bit more time to actually observe the rocks? I like, I want to gently like prod the rock with like the edge of my dagger to see if it penetrates. Like, is it illusionary? No, it's, or, it's very solid. Or or is the rock attached to the floor and can be moved? It can be moved, but it's very, very big. It also looks like if that wire is so tight, then I worry about moving that thing. I'll just snap it. Can, I, well, he's I was just wondering if we could slide the whole thing away from the door. Does yeah, the I mean, door, we can, does, go ahead. Sorry, Matt. Does the door open into the room, John? It opens whatever you, way you want. Okay, so it's not it's not designed that the door would trigger the trap when it opens up. It, no. It's definitely for a foot. Okay. No. Well, I was going to ask, so while he is uh, checking out the wire, um, uh, y'all would listen at the door. Uh, I don't know if Mort wants to as well. I, actually, Just, uh, I should, I should, qual uh, th this door actually does have a specific direction. It opens into the room. So you would pull it out. It wouldn't trip the wire. Um, uh, it, so it's right like here. Can you see me? Right, hold on. Uh, yeah, I see you. Right there. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, I thought oh, it was okay. right on the other side of okay. the door. Yeah. So we could we could kind of just avoid the wire altogether, it looks like. Yeah. And I you think could, we have yeah. kind of by going around it. I think I think if we just yeah, we it, should check the door. It's fairly obvious it. that if like you move along the path that you were you would we'll trip. trip it. You're gonna yeah. hit it. Yeah. All right. All Let's right. just call it good and avoid the wire. Okay. Let me um let me mark a wire on this map though. And we well, really wish we knew what it set off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to know that. It's not good. Um, while he's doing that, can I go ahead and uh, roll my listen? Yes. 
Because this is uh, going to be a one. You watch it. Here we go. It's going to be right. a one. It's a one. It's see, a one. You just okay. got to. You just got to see it. You hear nothing on the other side. Okay. Or, or do you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's what up? do my human ears hear? Nothing. Nothing. So that took a turn. Okay. Um. So, so yeah. yeah uh... Let me uh, let me open this door, guys. Yeah. Do it. And I'll I'll do the I'll do the same thing, uh, very slowly, just kind of creak it open and peek inside. Yeah. Okay, so you start to open it really slowly, but oh, soon okay. enough, as you as you open it up towards you, uh, a huge mound of rock fall just sort of cascades into the room from the other side. You're fine. I was afraid but it of just that. Sort of, it sort of like pushes <laughs> you pushes you away, and it's, but you can see that the almost the entire height of the door in the corridor beyond was choked with rocky rubble and it just ah. sort of um and and like the you know the stuff that was sort of up against the door sort of like collapses into the room and you have to sort of dodge out of the way does it hit I, the I wire? Can, yeah can we try to keep it from hitting the wire yeah since it doesn't we're aware of it it doesn't hit the wire okay that's interesting no that sucks yeah it's, it's bad, well, I mean, bad we found interesting. there's the pile of rubble in this in the corner of that great hall so that's the connection there which means that that other hallway connects to something we have no access to at all looks like Oh, I wonder if that bronze spigot thing could open up some kind of secret hall. Look at no. that. Look at that. Look at that. It's it would be perfect. It would Where else be. is that thing going to connect to? So the rubble, John, mm -hmm. as some of it slides in, mm -hmm. does that to any appreciable degree open up like crawling over it to get to the great hall? No, it's similar to every other like choked hallway you've had. So it's not an impossible task, but it's, it's just an immense amount of time and strength. Would What if would, we had a buttload of goblins to help? Uh, it would it would short, shorten the amount of time, but it would still take a lot of time, right? A lot of time. Like, like days. Yeah, like, like days, days, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. days. Okay, okay, we don't have days. Yeah. All right. But not well, impossible. I think that answers that, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling that uh, that eastern door. I think that's definitely that's beast beastman country. Yeah. Okay. I, I do love the idea of going back to the room with the bronze spigot and doing a better search in there and seeing if there's anything that would um, open up. Like, Enact. Yeah, because we never yep. investigated it. We just ran through. Well, we no, I thought we did. I thought no. we did, but truthfully, this room, that western wall. We could look for some secret doors there. Why not? Uh, I mean, we're in here already. Why not? Yeah. So as we walk back to the the door we came in, we could you know check the walls along the way uh, and look for any kind of anomalies so in the stonework. What or, I'm going to say is because the stone is mounted against the walls very high, that if you want to do a thorough search and be super sure, every search you did was going to cost two turns rather than one. Ooh, guys, we we are really hurting on uh, on uh, torchlight. I don't know. I mean, we we're not though, Matt. We, right. we actually have like I have five. Um, so you someone else had three. That gives us like eight. Oh, I used one of them. Um, actually, I'll you know what? I'm going to pick up the torch that I threw in here, John. Sure, that's fine. Well it'll, hold on to it. it'll last the same amount of time as um Darius's as Mike's. Yeah, but guys, it's okay. it's light. It's uh, there's light in this room, so you should extinguish your torches. Oh yeah, actually, I'll put out that torch halfway. Oh, whatever I'm it is, I just extinguish both. And use the continual light in here and just take our time and search that wall. We might as well. It's not costing us resources. Because there's um, a continual light in this okay. room. Okay. Right? Yeah. Put out our torches. Use the continual light. Do a thorough search of the western half of this room looking for secret doors. 
Okay. To the sure. west. So just mark, because uh, I'll forget that you've used two out of your six on those torches, okay? Okay. Um, and, uh, okay, so you're going to be very thorough. Um, are you looking for anything specific, or you want to leave it up to rolls? Um, so I'm what I'm imagining is what we're looking for is... Um, There's no frescoes, right? Probably similar mechanism no, to the secret door be. we found into the bronze spigot room. Uh, the one, the one that connected the uh, dead goblin room to the uh, spigot room. Yeah. There so you never actually doors. explored those doors, right? Or did you? No, we no did we did. Yeah, we opened them. You did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm um, looking for a similar mechanism or door outline or that sort of thing. I think gotcha. it's probably a safe assumption. Okay. Mike? I, I guess what I'll be looking for is is if there had been a fresco there. You know how the eyeballs are yeah. usually like there would be like. Assuming the fresco is gone, the buttons would still be there with the little, you know, the indentations. Sure, understood. I'll look for those. Okay. Um, I've been sorry, uh, Neil. Do you do anything? Oh, sorry, he's talking. Uh, let's see. Okay, so you take two turns. It is now twelve ten p.m. and. Okay. You look very thoroughly, moving uh, moving rocks around, careful not to jar anything too loose or anything like that. But you can safely say that along the entire western and northern wall, up to the point of the northern door, um, mm -hmm. does not have any secret doors. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, guys, I need to step away from uh, the mic for a minute to help this kid. I'll be uh, back in a sec. Okay, no problem. you guys okay. keep going. We'll try not to kill you. All right, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> All right, Mike. Mike and Ted Show. We're going to just buy the numbers and buy the book. We're going to go old school. Yeah, hit this, hit this like Delta team, dude. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. So right, let's, let's go I hit say, the bronze spigot room. Well, um, yes. We'll walk back down the corridor to the dead goblin room. Mm -hmm. Although, as we're walking along, um, you know, uh, well, I guess we'll have to relight our torches. But if there's any um, light one anomaly, yeah, right one torch. If there's any anomalies along that corridor, um, I'd like to, you know, be looking along the corridor as well, you know, just, just in case, but I don't think we're going to find anything back to the dead goblin room, open the secret door, open the secret door, go into the bronze spigot room. That's yeah. what we're doing. So, oh, okay. Can I just, um, can uh, not to get to, um, yeah. you know, metaphysical, look at the, the widths of the corridors in this section. Mm -hmm. Does it not speak to you as if it is like, okay, so everything has a purpose in this dungeon, right? We have the great right. hall which was probably like a large meeting area. All of these other little areas with these tiny little half size corridors or less feels like they would be servant accesses or. Yeah. So if we look at that, it's kind of like overall, it seems like this entire Southern part of the great hall would be almost like the janitor's closets kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or something like it. Okay. So secret doors, because they didn't want servants to come marching through like all their nice areas all the time, would probably be a, like a real thing. So that's why uh, right. I guess I'm just speaking out loud is something we've already determined. But sure. Um, so are we searching? We did search this corridor, this east west corridor between. I'm asking to search it as we go through it. OK, yeah. we should probably search for one exactly opposite of those small the small um, stinky corridor. That's a great idea. Focusing there. Yeah. At the T intersection point. 
Okay. That would make sense. So yeah, you get back there safely. You step over the uh, the dead bodies. Um, yep. You know that there is definitely a smell a little bit less strong coming from the southern quarter. You have a feeling right. that's probably because, they, you, as you noticed uh, with your infravision last time, Mort, that there is a door at the far end of it. Yeah. We're not going south, but at that T-intersection, looking for a secret door to the north. Mm-hmm. And, and just kind of generally along the hallway. I mean, I, I don't know if it's necessarily worth like the searching every square inch kind of thing, but like looking for anomalies or. Yeah, okay. guys, I don't, I don't think we have the time to check everywhere. So like key spots, I think makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. And, uh, and y'all can uh, like guard uh, watching down that hallway so that no, nothing sneaks up from behind us while you're. Yeah. While you're I'll, I'll say this. If, if you, if you want to cover the entire hallway, um, yep. it'll take, uh, with the three of you, you could probably do it, but it would be, it'll be down to a roll. If you want to focus right on that square in the T intersection, I'll just tell you because you're looking carefully there. Let's focus on that T intersection. Focus. What do you guys focus, think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You don't Try. find anything. Okay. Damn. It takes a turn. Uh, <laughs> easy deal for John to make. Jeez. That was a terrible <laughs> idea. Whose idea was that? Yeah. <laughs> would you like to find out there's nothing this way or nothing by finding out this way? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so back we go back to the dead goblin room. Let's open the secret doors to the north and go to the bronze spigot room. Yeah, well, let's check it out. Oh, Which does have a room, okay, a door okay. that's slightly ajar that we haven't even looked through yet. That's true. Um, yeah, so in the dead gob, the burned goblin room, uh, I don't know if I told you this the last time, but it looks like it was probably at one point like a, a highly notable priest's uh, residence at one point. Badly treated wooden furniture is all smashed to sticks, mm-hmm. thrown to the sides. Um, painted plaster has been ripped from the walls and piled in a mound. Um, and there is a path amid the, amid the litter, which you guys have already marked, which is good. Yeah. Uh, actually, let me move Miro so folks at home can see this. And the, um, yeah, and it looks like this is where Sir Simonet met the goblins and, uh, prevailed, even though they were both probably, both groups were probably very frightened. Um, but it looks like the door to the north was once expertly concealed by plaster, but since it has fallen apart, it was quite easy for you to find. So you open that right. door, find yourself in a dusty old chamber. Right. Um, and uh, you find a similar sort of concealed door uh, on the northern side. Right. And moving through there, yeah? Any precautions or are you good? Uh, let's um, peek uh, around the corner and make sure there's not like a stay puff marshmallow man monster waiting in there or something i mean if the fear yeah, monster John... left the other room and came into the bronze spigot room we're dead meat well i mean you did close the door behind you and surely the thing can open doors yeah so uh, that should be something that you might want to note on the map ted is that um originally that door was ajar. however you closed it you more because you were kind of being the rear guard member because you made your save um okay. Um, and closed. you may have remembered as well too that I had to retcon the existence of that other ajar door on the western wall, um, and we kind of did that after you had kind of left, or maybe as you were passing yeah. through. But we, we decided because um, you were all scared to hell that you weren't going to investigate that. So you that don't know sense. what's you don't know what's beyond that door. I'm, I'm right, fairly right. sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, otherwise you march into the room. There okay. doesn't seem to be any danger there. The fountain is still burbling. Um, it's coming from a four foot tall bronze spigot that's carved to look like an upright cod and the water's like coming out of its mouth in an arc. And the basin, um, appears to be filled with what appears to be clear liquid, like water. Didn't we drink out of it already? No, no, no. You guys were running. You guys were running full, full. Yeah, we were scared. John is the, is the, the cod 
um, any kind of religious fish? Like there, I know there are animals associated with most of the gods, but I don't remember fish or specifically cod being associated with anybody. Not you're definitely in like Thothian areas, right? Um, and you right. you can't a cod was not associated with Thoth at all. But so you know, a cod is a general hmm? the cod of God. Yes, the god, god, the, god. the god, cod god. The um, but you know, it's not uncommon for a fish to be a uh, representation water of spout. water and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One thing I'm super curious about here is where is the water going? You said that there's like a basin and a fish spewing water in, but where is it going? That's very, very good question. Um, you didn't have time to sort of assess it, obviously, because you were overcome with magical fear last time. But when you look at it, um, you just sort of always just assume when you're looking at fountains, I don't even bother to mention it, that there's plumbing in some, some way, shape, or form. But this this cod um, and the basin it's attached to is completely absent of plumbing. There is no known source for either the water coming in nor of it draining out of the basin, yet the basin itself uh, d never seems to actually fill. So we can't see a drain at the bottom of the basin. That's correct. How deep is the basin, John? Is it just like six inches or a foot, or is it like... Oh. It doesn't specify. It's, it doesn't specify, so I would probably say like two feet is probably like reasonable, a, I would think. Like a bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Does uh, it look I like a liquid and see if it smells? It looks, it looks just like the same viscosity and appearance of water. It doesn't smell like anything. I'm going to uh, stick my finger in the stream that's coming out. Okay. And it splashes over you I like water, to... nice and cool and clear. And I just take just a drop and I take it on my tongue. Tastes like water. Tastes good. Yeah. Very clean. All right. I, I grab, I grab two handfuls and I take a big swallow. It tastes delicious. It doesn't heal you, um, but it tastes like very clean, very refreshing water. At, we do not wash our pits in the cod of God. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, my my pits smell like uh, like roses, pal. Don't uh, don't you oh, worry okay, about the rose. Um, does does the fish look like it could um, oh. move or pivot or anything? Like if, uh, if you reach up and grab the fish, or is it like bolted in? No, it seems to be of a piece. Um, I was wrong. The basin does actually have a description. It's shaped as a as a giant clam shell, so it just sort of fits with the motif. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's what I described. So nothing okay. exploded when you drank it or touched it. Nope. Did you Taste reach down in that? Were you, uh, you Mort will reach down and like fish around for a drain. Uh, it, you don't see one, I mean, and it's clear water too. So like with um, oh, did you did you guys relight your torches? I assume. Yeah, we relit one yeah. when we left that last room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So who's carrying it then? And me, Darius. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, and you lit it when, when you left the room? Right as we were yeah. leaving the, uh, the, whatchamacallit the, room. The rubble stalagmite room. We spent yeah. a turn looking for mag, um, secret doors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and then it, it takes a turn to get back to this room. So you have two more left. So yep. I just have to make note that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, when Darius leans over your shoulder, Morton, you look down to the water, you can see it's totally clear and you can see right to the bottom. There's no sign of a drain anywhere. Oh, okay. It's very well, I want to feel around in there anyway. Okay. You don't find anything. No. Do I feel any sensation of like suction or anything? Nothing. Right. Okay. 
And the, and uh, I don't, if you answer this, I'm, and I forgot, I'm sorry. The, the fish doesn't like, if you, if you, if uh, Niels reaches out, it doesn't like move. Like if he's like carefully, cause we've seen eyes and um, you know, different right. pieces of animals activate things and mm-hmm. before. So he's taking like careful uh, attention to the eyes and like any protuberances or something that might do it. He's like jiggling it, see if it'll move. Yeah, twist sure. it, rotate it. Yeah, so you can move it around. You can get your hands on it and y'all look around and nothing seems to be too uh, strange about it or something that you could twist or move. However, it does look like the fish is a separate piece from the basin and could, with enough work and time, could probably be detached. Like you could probably take it wholesale off of the, it looks like it, like the whole apparatus is made out of two parts, like the fish and the shell basically. Right. But, no, but there are no like parts of the fish that can move around or twist, um, but you could probably remove the um, fish. Yeah, Mike. Um, and does the, does the structure of the fountain go all the way to the floor or is it just set into the wall? It's set into the wall. Yeah. Um, okay. Like a drinking fountain, kind of like the right, right, right. So yeah, it's no pedestal that might slide out, kind of thing. No, but I, I will um, say that the that the whole apparatus um, is not. It's not like part of the wall was was deliberately recessed to accommodate the fountain. It's sort of like just abutted right up up against the wall, yep, right? Yep, like right. it was installed wanna, against the wall, sort of thing. You know what I mean? I yeah. want to do a careful inspection of the floor in front of the fountain. Uh, for any scuff marks or slide marks or anything like that that might indicate something like moves. Okay. And Ted and while he's doing that, Mort's going to back up and look through that slightly ajar door because I don't want anything coming up behind us while we're digging around on the floor. Okay. Well, and Matt. while they're doing that, and while I go tuck that kid in, Nyal will check around kind of either side of the uh spigot to see uh-huh. if there are any um uh secret doors or any like edges that um could be a secret panel leading uh Under- leading understood east. sure so that, all that together will take a turn so i'll mark that okay, off. i'll be back in a sec no problem okay so the uh the fountain investigators uh you do not find anything of note other than confirming what y'all found out that you could probably detach the fish from the shell um mort looking in the western door Da-da-da. Okay. Uh, so it looks like the door itself uh, was like a rickety door, like not not you know not an important door, um, and it's broken and hanging on its hinges. And uh, beyond is a, a small room, most likely probably a closet. It's uh, ten feet east to west, uh, twenty feet north to south, um, and you're entering in from the uh, bottom part of the eastern wall. Um, uh, come on, ten feet. East to west. Yeah. 20 feet north to south. Then you're coming in from the bottom. Um, and uh, it looks probably like it was a uh, a closet at one point. Uh, it's empty. Like basically nothing in there at all. But there is some graffiti in there. And more, you know, Goblin, don't you? Because you I are do. one. So I do. So it is in Goblin Runic. They, they use a, a, a debased form of the Dwarven um, runic runes. Well, much to the dwarves' uh, dismay. Uh, and it says, We are trapped. Grugor went for help but did not return. I am hungry. Does it look fresh? Does it look like something in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a weird place to leave graffiti. Who's going to find it? He's <laughs> like, probably hiding in the closet from the fear monster. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to. So, I mean, I see that. I must be in the closet. I'm going to really search the closet quite thoroughly. 
Okay. Um, sure. That'll take a turn. Um, you yeah. find nothing in the closet. Lame. Okay, guys. At, at, uh, at I assume point, I didn't. Probably yeah. about to run out on my torch too. Yeah, the yeah. torch just runs out at that point. We guys, yeah, we got a four-turn torch off of yeah. my. Yeah. Mort is Mort hey, holding guys, it, or is Darius holding it? Sorry, sorry, Matt. Just I just got to clear this up. I'll, I'll have to come back and light it for them. I guess I think so, I had it. So are you carrying it, Mort? No, I'll give it to Darius. But okay, one, two, three, four. I, I, yeah. I need my hands free for shield and sword. Yeah, I always mark like time and who's carrying, so I just need to know. Yeah, Matt has right. something important and, to say. Oh, it's incredibly important. Uh, I, I guess we didn't find any doors over there. So, um, guys, we, I'm going to that part I, yet. I want to. Oh, we haven't we haven't looked over there yet. Oh, no, I, 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 said wanna, no, I said I said that the fountain there was nothing to find in the fountain. Right. Right. Okay. But, but, so, but Nyal was looking at the wall. Yeah, I would. Both characters did not find anything on, uh, near oh, okay. that. Yeah. I see. Got it. Okay. So uh, Nyal says, guys, when you're done, uh, whatever you're doing over there, Mort, I'm going to yank this fish off the wall. Ooh, oh, man. Yikes. Seems destructive. Yeah. Well, it's, I feel like it's there's a, a better it's way. A, it's a fish with water on it. Uh, so, we can. <laughs> so Matt. Water shooting fish. So Nyal, you have two, you have two choices. You can do it right now with brute force and do an open doors roll um, with the possibility of not, of not. Make not not working, um, and then uh, you could also take your time, and it looks like with you know careful work, you could probably detach it, but that would probably take two turns. Um, well, I have I, I have a crowbar. I don't want to take that much time, uh, so I have a, a crowbar. Maybe I'll just try to um, uh, pop it off using the crowbar. But I'm I'm going to wait until Mort comes back out of the closet, just in case this does something bad. Yeah, we're at that point. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's gonna. He'll use the the crowbar to help him kind of pop the fish off the wall. Okay, I'll say that shortens the time by half. Um, so a uh, uh, using the crowbar um, takes a turn, and now it's one p.m. And don't mind me. Um, and uh, the uh, it you you kind of bend a little bit out of shape, right? Because you're kind of jamming it into a seam and sort of, you know, using force. So some of the bronze sort of crimps um, as you kind of pull it off. And, uh, but you, yeah, you reach a point where you're able to like pry it off and it kind of uh, clangs onto the ground or you catch it or whatever. Does it, does it keep spewing the water or is it just a fish now? So the, this is the strange thing. When it hits the ground, it does indeed continue to spew water at exactly the same rate from its mouth. There is no indication of a pipe at the base of the, of the tail, wherever you, wherever it popped off the basin. And it's just, it just continually, and now it's like spurting water on the ground. It's starting to hit the ground. Guys, this is perfect. This is the, the fish of continual water, which I've always dreamed of. It is, There's gotta be a way to cork it. It's heavy. It's four feet tall. Oh, damn, I didn't okay. it was so and big. it's heavy as shit so <laughs> it it cannot it cannot be packed away and it's a um it's a three uh three slot item um in general oh my god yeah I, you know what you need to do I, now I, y'all you need to pick that, that thing up and go marching into the goblin camp yelling bath time motherfuckers and just <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's brutal uh, uh, okay, and, and nothing of note on the wall when we popped it off, right? Uh, no, unfortunately not. But the water is quickly uh, spreading. It's not filling up, but it's like you know, it's what it's like you know. Just if he jams his finger into the hole, does it stop? Does he? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll it, it does. It oh, stops. I'm going to lose my finger, aren't I? 
it stops. So the fish is like that classic sort of thing where it's like the mouth is just like a little, you know, a little pucker, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so you can easily just p- p- poke a finger in there and it, and it does stop. You feel you no to- you feel no pressure. Nothing. Put, pull a cork out of the bag and put it in there. You don't have the bag. <laughs> <laughs> he reaches into his bag. Hey, I ain't got no cork. Uh, you know what but, you could do, though? I got it. I'm going to pull out my dagger and carve off a piece of the bottom of a torch into a sort of a wooden peg. Okay. That we could <laughs> pop into the hole. Love it. Okay, sure. That, All guys, right. I'm just going to say, and um, maybe the spirit of David is channeling through me. If we put that in a place that is our safe haven, that is a 100% like guaranteed source of water forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So, how do you, how do you get it out of here? Well, uh, we about if the the person, though. Because we can, didn't cry off the basin, only the fish, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can do two things, right? I, I, well, I have um, I have slots. If if I drop two things, I I have a dagger that we got from that little Scribner's room that never pinged his magic. I have uh, one of two. I'm carrying two javelins, so I only need one. With if I drop those two things, I can carry a three slot item. I'll just need okay. to to drop it. I'm assuming that it takes both hands, right, John? Like I'm carrying this. I'm not. It's not in a pack. Or can you I can put it in my? It you know, you just can't even lift it up. Like it's got to be like it's a three thing, and you've got to like drag it along the ground. You know, it's a can it's we, a huge can four we create foot. Like a, a rope harness for it, though, John, and carry it like on like over in a rope harness. Uh, if we were to use like a length of rope and just like make like yeah, a basket. I suppose it. so, but I'm just like kind of picture it, right? Like it's almost mm-hmm. your entire height. Four feet is like you know a lot of you. You know what I mean? So you say like, you had a, a ten foot pole, Matt. Or Mike? No, no I no. don't. None of us have it. Breggy has oh. a tentacle. I just have javelins. Because we could, um, you know, if we enlist the goblins, you know, like when the Ewoks carried uh, R2-D2 through the jungle, right? We, you know, <laughs> pull between a bunch of goblins that could hoist it along. Well, this, oh, this might be a sweet thing. Well, we, I'd rather keep it. But it might be a, an awfully nice thing to give to a goblin king for his people, the endless source of water. As you are um, surrounding the thing and kind of contemplating what what to do with it, um, whoever's closest to the basin kind of jerks their head around and like looks at the water a little bit. And you're like, wait a second. And you notice you notice that it is visibly lower. The water is like visibly lower. Yeah. Uh Aha. So it is draining. And it didn't take that much time. Right. Can we take take a pee break? Uh, Yes, it is that time, actually. Okay. We contemplate the mysteries of water in just a moment. We will be right back. Okay, bladder's empty, beer's full. Let's go. Hurrah. All right, All right so, so I yeah. say we sit and watch this drain thing, and I think it's going to reveal something amazing. I think the something amazing that you're thinking of is going to be a horrible monster that wants to kill us. That would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... so I, um, go ahead, yeah. If if I if I can, John, I want to start dragging the fish towards that uh, that door on the west, mm-hmm. so that um, uh, the goblin door or the closet to, door. The uh, I think the goblin door. Right. Oh wait, then, okay. no, that's teeny tiny in there, isn't it? Well, it's five foot corridor. Um, it's not a ten foot corridor. It's yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Five. Yeah. He'll he'll bring that. Um, you know, open that door. Bring that to push the. Uh, push the big fish in there while looking over his shoulder as these guys are describing the, the basin start to empty. 
Yeah, sure. Um, and there, I made a mistake uh, the, the, a couple times that you've been through this room. I should have mentioned that this room, maybe I did the first time, I'm not sure. This room is noticeably more humid than the other you room. You mentioned that. Okay. Presumably because of all the water from the fountain and the small room. Okay. Was the assumption I wonder I if made. there's. I wonder if there's something like in the basin, like eating eating the water, and we're about to starve it. Let's find out. Okay, so how long do you actually want to wait? Well, uh, I mean, it was probably less than a turn that we saw it was noticeably lower. Yeah. Right? So a turn, I guess, is probably sufficient. Okay. Uh, let me just check here. Yeah, so I would say by the end of the turn, yeah. it is completely empty. Nothing happens when it empties. The air is extremely humid right now. Noticeably more humid. Not hot. More humid. Okay. But more humid. Mm. Interesting. Look, just guys, I think we got to get out of here and not so much from fear of whatever this is, but fear of being stuck without any torchlight um, as we're trying to escape. Um, but none of that, we don't see any humidity like gathering anywhere, right? Like, no, it's just a feeling. Seen, like, yeah. Okay. There's no haze or anything like that. But, um, and as I said, like, I know that we usually asso associate humidity with cloying heat as well, but there, there's none of that, right? So right. you're still uh -huh. like the, in the, but it's like a dank dungeon, right? Um, but even more dank now, right? It's just uh, extremely, there's a lot of moisture in the air, you might say, which is what humidity is. Yeah. I'm going to check the basin <laughs> and see if anything has revealed itself. Uh, nothing has revealed itself. It looks exactly the same, just empty. And now um, that it's empty, is there any way to move the basin or does it, you know, like it rotates out of the way now because it's not as heavy or something like that? Unfortunately not. The only thing that's rather strange and unnatural is that there is no sheen of wetness on the bottom. There's no like little pools of droplets and like little crevices. It's like, like when the last water is gone, it's bone dry. Like, like water was never in there. Oh. Huh. Not both. I mean, there's a general humidity of the room, which of course would still probably lend it a, a kind of tone of wetness, I guess, like anything else. But, but um, it's a little rather strange that there's no puddles of water left or anything like that. You know, what do you what do you think would happen if I got in the basin? I think you'd be sitting in a basin. It would drink you up. Just, I mean, uh, we whatever we do, we just got to do it fast, man. We're going to be yeah. stuck in those caves right. without any light. All right, so are we going back to the goblin camp? I mean, we don't uh, have anything yeah, to report I, to them yet. I don't. What's the point? Well, I think we're going to go no back to the goblin camp and then try to go north. It's either that, or we go to the goblin camp and begin setting up for the the, the kite maneuver. Or do we go check the western door, eastern door? Sorry, in slagtite room. Or do we go check the southern door in the little tiny? Hallway. Uh, see, I, oh, I think we already taking those off I, the table. Yeah, I mean, I I think oh. that if we go uh, north from the goblin camp, the with the smell of undead, that kind of ties into what we the way that we think this map might connect to the map of the debouchement level. Right. If we go north from here, it should hook up to those western areas. Remember where we found that that weird pool with, that we think has a tentacle yeah, monster I, I in know. it. I, I remember it. I, I just think that that's also really far away from here. 
Um, we know that set guys are, are are north of us, and we know that there's like probably zombies or something directly north of us too. So both of those feel like they're going to end up being combat encounters. It can't be that far because we the goblins said they came through the double doors in the Great Hall and kind of directly from. Yeah, but, but picture uh, the map, the Debouchemont map, right? The Debouchemont map has those. Um, tentacle rooms directly to the west of the debouche room you go through that catacomb where we found like the magic spear and we found you know the zombies or the, the ghouls or whatever and then you go past that and that was the tentacle room and we are far south of the debouche the debouche room man so you're talking like massive amounts of tunnels between us and anywhere up there is kind of what i'm worried about i don't think so yeah, i think see- the goblins headed south from the you know the sort of pyramid and the diet yeah. the diamond room there south of the debouchement room and ended up down here uh, I think Mike can you see my can you see my pointer yeah I, I see your pointer I think you guys are cracked <laughs> so remember, remember um, uh, Haram is that his name um, what was the leader Grugor uh, Jesus Christ whatever the the, the leader um, told you that he came up through the caverns below, talked to Gog and made his way up and then down through. Um, and then they told you that they, they, they lost a guy with a, a spear trap uh, uh, near a barricade that was erected by the beastmen, Right. And so on and so forth. Right. So like, Oh, the, that's right. The, there was a level change. And, and, and they had, they also indicated to you that they were, they were on the assumption that the halflings were still in control of the Debush Mont. So yeah. this little patrol has been lost, right? They are not aware of recent developments. So they did not they did not come from the debouchement. Yeah. I mean, I, I well, still think peaking I think peaking up because the, the, the problem with the, the fear room is um I, I love we have this kiting plan. I I like it, but the problem is that um it puts one of our guys at uh, extreme risk, right? And yeah. it's 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 one that we like. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> so I think it's at least worth looking up to that through that north, which because we know that that's the right direction. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm down. Whatever. Right. Us, I mean, it might kill, it might kill us all, but at least it's right. worth a look. So yeah. back to the Goblin Camp North Door. Okay, as you are moving westward, um, and before you actually approach that door, the door itself actually opens. Um, as you're like like pulling this bronze <laughs> fish along the ground and you just see a couple of like yellow eyes just sort of like peer around the corner and they're like oh it's you and it's you can see it's a uh, it's a uh, little lara keem the uh the female uh witch doctor um uh you know she kind of pokes her and she opens it wide come come what, what is what is that what is that oh ah, that great fish what have you done <laughs> oh yeah we thought we thought it'd be be a good idea to have a fresh source of water with us and so as you drag it in, they're, they're like, oh, 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 you know, they all crowd around, you know, and, and you kind of have to like slap some hands away from your makeshift uh, cork. You know what I mean? They're like, what is that? What is that? Oh, no, I'll pop that cork and get them all wet, then pop it back in. Uh, they they uh, they scream as the water kinda comes over them. They're like, eh, nasty waters, nasty waters, as they kind of like <laughs> as they, uh, as they, they fly back away from it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the difference between the imperial goblins and these underground ones. You know, imperial goblins are 
feckend and clean. <laughs> yes. Well, Harab comes up to you, the the uh, the uh, chief, you know, and he kind of he's like comes right up to your nose more because you guys are face to face. You know, he's like, that was very rude. Very rude. What There's news from the east? Magic. Did you see that? The disconnected fish spewing water everywhere. When's the last time you saw one of those? Nasty waters. Good for only drinking. Hmm. Well, okay. now we're all anyway. wet. But you are alive. This is good. Yes. You found an escape? Yes. Working on it. Working on it. We yeah. have not found the direct route, but uh, we have an idea. And that the Black Knight? At the north door. Oh, yeah. He was fine. Um. And they they see I mean, you kind of like you, moving you towards got... the north, and they're like, they're like, no, no, we told you, awful sounds coming from there. I can make awful sounds too, and I whip out my dagger and my shield, and I go up to the door and listen at it. They are, they're all like moaning. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. but so many of, <laughs> so many of us died. Even, even if the, even if you defeat what's beyond the door, there are still the sentinels. Oh. Not we didn't kill them all. We did our best. But they're strong, so strong with their red and shiny armor and their cruel, cruel weapons. Ooh, red and shiny armor, he says. Mm. <laughs> hey, did Grugor ever come back? And they, they, they're all like, oh, Grugor, Grugor. And, they, <laughs> and they, they, all, they all point towards the north. They're like, Grugor. Ah, interesting. Okay. I say we listen at the door. Okay. Wait. Okay. Mike is sad. I am sad. <laughs> okay. I want Mike sad, to be Mike. sad. I am sad. You have you haven't taken the plunge yet. You can still convince them, Mike. I just, um, I just I do feel like getting into any kind of combat encounter is like a it's a fail it's a fail situation. <laughs> it's like. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so you take a turn to listen at the door, and I think you did this before actually. Um, and I you don't even need to you don't even need to roll. You can easily hear. Um, the, the the exact same thing that they were describing, which you probably heard before, which is um, uh, a low guttural moaning and growling. There is no light coming out from underneath that door. I mean, well, I feel I like mean, we need to open the door and see what we're dealing with before we can act, make an accurate decision about what to do. I mean, if there's one lone zombie in there, that's one thing. If it's twenty zombies, if it's you know Walking Dead situation then mike is right okay well hands coming around the edges spears do the goblins have spears oh they do yeah okay can we form like a a semi-circular like spear wall around the door while mort opens it so that we can have them help us repel the horde of monsters they absolutely refuse to get anywhere near that door all of their camping and stuff like that is like away from that area from that door okay hmm can I berate them in goblinish for being cowardly, useless door, uh, goblins, and they must honor their king and pr- find their way home because the tribe depends on them? So they 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 look at you like a little bit angrily, but you can tell like they're still very afraid of their situation. And like I said, remember they're all malnourished and fucked up, right? They don't have enough food; sure. they're dwindling and all that kind of stuff. So they're they're in bad shape, and um, yeah. so they kind of take offense, but at the same time, they're they're um, they're really they look up at you with watery eyes as they're like, we're counting on you to get us out. 
and I and I'm counting on you to have our backs while I open this door. If this is worse than than I think it is, this isn't the way. It's not the way. You're going to kill us all by opening that door. Okay. So if this isn't the way, which is the way? If there was one, you'd have taken it. <laughs> I told you before you left, it's death. You're going to meet your death no matter what. When we sent you east, we told you explicitly that that was probably yeah. only the least deadly. Hey, have we ever thought about trying to um, destroy the circle in the fear room from outside? From outside the room? What, like by hosing it in with uh, water from a fish? Or trying to scrape it and break it with like a spear or anything else like that. I mean, I mean I'm worried that'll just release the beast. It's possible. In which case, where we do the kiting thing that we talked about and try and trap it between the secret doors. But yeah, but in order to get in there to break the circle, we have to be in there with the beast. Well, no, I mean, it's a circle. I don't know how big the circle is inside the fear room, but, you know, spears or, you know, poles lashed together or something like that. I mean, I don't even know what the circle's made out of. Is it chalk or is it like silver and in, in like engraved in the floor? Like, I remember. Yeah, John, how, how big was that that uh, circle in the floor? I can of the tell fear you. Room? Uh, so the it was a 20 foot diameter circle directly in the center of the room. Um, and it was like a like blue glowing rune sort of thing. Um, and, um, uh, it basically, you had entered the room and those runes that weren't visible and then they flared into life and there was a fear effect that co- that got most of you except for Mort. So the, wow. that fear thing was not a result of the creature that caused the rest of the party to flee. That was actually the ward, right? Um, and in that ward, Mort could see basically faded away whenever he had to confront his greatest fear, which was the giant forearm baboon. Okay. <laughs> So um, now, once again, Mort's mind was filled with terror um, as he was uh, attempting to catch the rear guard and fight off the forearm baboon. But uh, he does vaguely remember that um, in his mind's eye that that war did not seem to flare after that initial um, attack against the rest of the party. What if it's done? What if it was a one and done or if it takes 24 hours to reset or like whatever? Because didn't the goblins pass through that room? Yeah, weeks ago. They did. But what I'm, what I'm trying to point out is that there are two things going on, right? There, there, there yes. was the ward, and then there was, um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Ted, yeah, yeah, I see, yeah. So not a one and done, because they we, they triggered it, and then we triggered it. But, yes, I mean, what if it doesn't, what if it can't activate again that fast? I don't know. Um, I, I, I do think it might be worth just, before we go into zombie hell, right? And you know I have a fear of zombies. Why don't we... <laughs> Just go peep through the fear door real quick and just see if there's a big baboon there and he chases us. Well, game on. Then we do the kiting thing. We're ready to do that anyway. And uh, and if he does, if there is nothing there, maybe we can destroy the circle from from outside. I don't know. You don't know either. Uh, I mean, it's it's OK with me to look to 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 do that. I mean, um, the only question I'll have is while we are here at this door, do we just want to open it and peek? And then if it looks, if there are, you know, 20 stormtroopers worth of zombies in there, we can close it. Goblin, I, mean, I, just, goblin get. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't like operating, you know, with uh, um, unknown factors, you know, behind me. I'd like to know what's there. And if it's really bad, we don't go through. If it's, one monster we can get in there and deal with it maybe 
and then we'll know something. I'm actually, like I'm like wondering if it's better to just try and book it through the fear room. We're going to well, lose fail our fear check again, but then we're out back in the great hall and we're no, compelled to run, which is what we're doing anyway. <laughs> but, the, the, but the problem is that you're compelled to run away from it, which would be directly east into Beastman land, which is right, not where Matt, we're at. But if that had happened, if it had worked that way on the way through, we would have run back to the great hall, but we didn't. We ran to one of the other doorways in there which was also considered a way. So I think what Matt's saying is if you're heading east mm-hmm. and you get afraid, you have to keep going east. You can't double back. Yeah, that's the problem with book, book it in through. The Great Hall, but, but you need to want, double back to go through the double doors. We have to go back west to try to get to go through the double doors. Exactly. Yeah. And if we're under the fear effect, we won't go west. We'll only go east we or could. south conceivably just yeah. barrel through and straight north out of the fear room if we're just heading straight door, through the fear room that door yeah, was you, locked though I, I can tell you straight off oh, like if it? you if you ended up being forced to go mm-hmm. east you would um continue to go uh east east you, you know east as much as you possibly could probably i would say through the northern eastern barricade if possible you would probably then be stopped um you know you you be well, you it's know, you know what? Like, it depends on what the beastmen would do if they're even there now, right? You don't even know what the situation is back in the Great right. Hall because you left in the midst of a battle, for one thing. Mm-hmm. So I would that say, but let's idea. say, let's say all things being equal, if you ended up retreating through the eastern door out of fear um, and finding yourself blocked by all barricades, then you would be funneled through the western do- double door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. But it would take time, right? Because you would have to be—you'd be compelled by fear to like check all of those barricades, or or yeah. would you be yeah. compelled by fear to go through the open door? You know, it's the open door. It's a giant open door. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's like come come through this door. I, like I think it would probably uh, rule that you would. Okay, I let's split the difference. I think that you would probably um, quickly assess in terror and fear that the barricades are impassable. And then you would uh, probably immediately turn around and go through the double doors looking around. In a, in a, you know what I mean? That's right. Thing. But we're doing a lot of what ifs here. So, um, right. what, yeah. What, yeah. What, well, here's another what if. And I'm going to ask the goblin leader. Mm-hmm. All right. If you don't like this door to the zombies. Who does? We went east. We went east. It wasn't working out. So that leaves. We either go north to the zombies or we go back through the, the room of fear. Which one do you fear more? And they they look around like, uh, uh. <laughs> they, and they they kind of look around and like we don't want to make the the choice. But if, <laughs> I suppose well, that if if we had to choose, what I guess the fear that we know versus the fear that we don't. Okay, okay. Did, so if we that, went that way, and would you follow? They they look very unhappy about it. I I would say that. If you want them to come with you as part of that um, without first securing the exit and then coming back for them, you would have to make a reaction roll. Can I ask one more question? Was the fear effect triggered when we crossed the circle or as soon as we went into the room? Uh, when you cross the circle. Is there enough room around the circle to skirt it without triggering it? Uh, very barely. Like Ted's circle is a little bit smaller, but there is a slight... So if it's a 20 foot circle and a 20 
in a 30 foot room, there's five feet. five feet on either side. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So Which is enough for a goblin. I don't know about a big tubby Darius. No, know, I'm, but, not, I'm not saying you hey! can't. <laughs> I'm saying like you would have to, there's no um, crow flies to the other, to the other door. No, like you, I, you have I to, got We have to consciously skirt it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we could, we could maybe try it and maybe one of the goblins fucks up because they're going behind us and fucks it up. <laughs> there is also an ajar that. door to the West mm-hmm. in that fear room. And the yeah. way that uh, Ted actually has the door is actually opposite. So the door is actually open to allow you to s- quickly slip into it oh. from the south. So just be aware. Like this? Jesus, guys. Yes. I, I just think that this is a better exploration than than going into zombie land. And just okay. to be clear, just so you're aware of your options, there is a very small door um, the to the north. Um, that door that, Ted, you have there is actually... Oh, it's a smaller door? It's one of the five-foot doors, yeah. And that's the one that Darius tried when he was invisible, and it was locked, right? And it's it's right in the corner, Ted. Sorry, um, sorry. Say that again. I mean, I, I remember when we first did this. Uh, Darius, no. under the fear effect, tried that door, and it was locked. Is that true? Uh, is yes, that you're true? right. You're right. I do remember yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I will. I'm going to give the the goblins an impassioned speech. And this time, instead of berating them for, you know, being cowards about the zombie thing, I'm going to compliment them on their bravery and their willingness to face fears that they have faced once before, as brave goblins should. And that under our careful and wise, benevolent leadership, if they were to bravely accompany us, we will get out. But if they fail and they remain here, in 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 shame and fear they will be abandoned forever by their tribe and lost to the t- end of time but only with our wise and noble gu- guidance will they ever hope to for any of their number to hopefully one day rejoin the tribe and you have to carry our fish and you have to carry our fish <laughs> <laughs> our hands will be filled with weapons in your defense you must carry the the water of life the cod of god <laughs> is in your hands the god of god okay roll me a 2d6 and add your uh charisma modifier if any okay i have a modifier of plus one okay there you go two that's th- something and i'm going to roll 2d6 and i've achieved a seven so that's an eight okay so they um you can see they could come across their faces that your impassioned plea they've uh, at least harab and larakim are have come to the terms that this is a this is a a turning point for them, right? Like they they've got to make a decision. Um, like if they stay here, they're going to die. Um, True, and that this is probably their best option, if any. And so they're really trying to mobilize and get get rid of their fear, um, but they can't quite commit. They just don't see a good end, as you as was evidenced with the other times that you've talked to them. Okay, so they they uh, they want to leave but they will not go with you. They think it is certain death. So um, okay. they, they need some assurance that the coast is clear. Whatever path you take, whether that is what supposedly the undead to the north or the fear, they need assurances. Why don't we do this? Why don't we have one of us try and sneak around the circle? Okay. Or all in us. there. Like the circle part's not the important part. You don't know that. We don't know what we don't know until we, do, until we go and look, right? Summoned creatures have durations, Ted. It's, otherwise, that room would be full of like four armed apes and fucking, you know. No, 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 no. The, 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 the circle 
caused you to face your greatest fear, right? But there was still a creature in there that took a swipe at me. I thought so, the creature no. was summoned by the circle. No, uh, no it, neither. So there was t- two things. There was a circle, and no. all that was was just a fear, a, a fear effect. Like there didn't, oh, man- it, did, it didn't manifest in any sort of way in your mind. It just caused okay. extreme fear. All the party failed that saving throw and ran for their lives except for Mort. Okay, Mort, right. who made his saving throw, then had to face what apparently was some sort of creature that could manifest as your greatest fear. Uh-huh. Okay, that manifested uh-huh. to Mort as a four giant ba- ba- baboon. That manifested no matter what. Um, it attacked Mort and hit, but um, Mort made I mean, a saving throw, and so he was able to maintain his composure while he retreated right. and watched the ba- the rear guard. Okay, right. yeah. But so this two, two to be separate unrelated, unre- like the activation of the fear creature, which to me was a forearm baboon, was unrelated to the crossing of the circle, apparently. Uh, well, it did. It did manifest when the ward was tripped, right? So we don't know. Maybe ah, we don't actually know. Right. Okay, I'm yeah. with you. If, if we're metagaming here, to me, it feels like there's a fear saving throw, and then and then a, a phantasmal killer or something like that yeah. manifests, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Okay. Like, that that seemed to be the case. Yeah. Okay. So let's bravely go north. And how many hours has it been, John, since we went through there? Oh, shit, man. I have no idea. A a few? Three or four? Two hours, maybe? No, can't have been three or four hours. Well, Well, my 18 18 chart started at 9 a.m., and that was back in the the Great Hall. So it's now now a little bit past one, one so I would say it's probably been like uh, one, two, three, a little bit, three three hours and change, probably. Darius, do you want to go through there, uh, sneaking along the wall, invisible with your little cloaky thing? I, I kind of want Matt. I hate to be that guy, but I want to save it for a possible escape. <laughs> you know what I'm up saying? To, up, up to up to you, my I friend. Got, I got one you. last use out of it, and I'm kind of like, I think even you know, I think I would just save it for like when the shit hits the fan. You know? Okay. So, okay. Fair enough. Why don't Why don't we? Uh, Mort, how you feeling, man? Do you want to do you want to do the kite thing that we tried to do? And that when we when we talk about kite, this is something we discussed, which is we're going to try. We would try to lure the creature out of there, which seemed in the past to have been stopped by doors into uh, a hallway where we could close the door behind it and get mm-hmm. out and close the door on yep. the other end before it could get out. I'm now thinking, based on what we've just been discussing that that might not be necessary, that if we are able to sort of, we know the circle's there, we can avoid it the second time, we won't trigger anything, and we sneak through. I'm willing to put on the rope and have me dragged out in case, and go first, and be dragged out in case I'm totally wrong. But I'm starting to think we can just, you know, very carefully avoid the the circle, not trigger it, and get out. Well. Well, let's let's do that then. You can be the the uh, the yeah. point of the spear. You'll go yeah. through. You'll sneak. We'll have a rope to you, and the, the rope is just in case you get like petrified or start yeah. running or whatever. Yeah. And the problem uh, will be is dragging the rope back without crossing the ward. <laughs> uh, if you know, like, if I get all the way through and nothing happens, and I untie the rope and you pull it back, you could trigger the ward. I don't know. Maybe. Well, if the, uh, I guess if the if the rope rope goes slack, we could just like pick it up as we go along. What are you guys you moving at right that. now for dungeon exploration? I'm still at ninety. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm at uh, I'm at ninety. I could drop one thing and be at one twenty, uh, unless I'm carrying the fish. 
I'm in 90. If I drop one one equipped item, which would be hard, um, I could be at 120. Okay, so the party's moving at 90. Okay, just wanted to know. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I so I guess you're moving back to this to the spigot room. Yes. And then, um, uh, okay. And I'll open and, the door. I'll tie a rope around my waist. Yeah. Open the door. Assess. Enter the room carefully, avoiding the circle or where I believe the circle to be. Yeah. yeah really. Assuming there's no baboon in there, bro. Like, yeah. I don't think there'll be a baboon in there. Okay, let's just go piece by piece. So you've yeah. got the you've got the uh, the rope securely fastened behind you. How far behind is the rest of the party holding on to the other end of the rope? Uh, I think we're in the. Oh, go ahead. I say it's a it's a fifty foot rope, so um, he would let's see what's that like uh, that's like thirty. So yeah, he'd need uh, y'all would need to be with the rope, kind of near that uh, door to the closet. All right, and I'll be in the doorway, Matt, and and John and Ted. I'll be in the doorway to the fear room, mm-hmm. watching Mort to see like if anything happens, like what if he can't scream or like whatever, right? So I'll be like. Outside the room, but in the doorway. So I'm going to say, like, uh, just getting back from the goblin camp to the door, um, in addition to, like, getting everything rigged up and everything like that, will take an additional turn. And so that is when um, uh, Darius's torch goes out. So we need another torch lit. And Darius, I assume you're... Actually, no, because (laughs) then we will have a fresh torch for this whole shenanigans, right? That is good. Okay, so... so, uh, What are you doing with the fish, Matt? uh, Why don't we... um, do, Do we want to leave it in the goblin camp room? I'm hoping that we can convince them to come along and they'll carry it, but I, I don't what, think you well, should bring it. <laughs> let's leave it. We'll leave it in this the spigot room. Okay, okay. So they they uh, they they seem to be more um, into you going like they, like they they they're really hoping that this works for you. Basically, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, but they but once again they sort of wish you farewell, like they're never going to see you again. But because you did okay. return from Sir Simonet, they have a little bit more hope that you actually guys know what you're doing. So you move over there and you get the rope tied up and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, Mort, as Darius is right behind you with the torch be, uh, uh, over your head, and y'all is back in the closet yeah. uh, thing, you open the door. Before before I open the door, Uh-oh. I want to shout back to the goblins, remember the name of Mortis J. Oh, Gobliano. <laughs> the bravest of goblins. Yeah. Shout. What do you- Ruler of the I castle. Ah. Um, okay, then so I open the door. You, you open the door, and there you do not see the glyph on the ground at all. However, dominating the center of the room, Oh God! Consuming your mind with fear is a giant four-armed baboon that whips its tusked head around um, and glowers at you. Shut the door. I'm going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you have all those fingers up, or do you? I do. (laughs) All right. So you shut the door, and at the moment, of course, it shuts you. It goes like, bam, and you can you can hear something solid like ram into the door. And then, um, and then all is silent. All right. Now we set up the kite plan. There's a good theory. Okay. Okay. Now we set up the kite plan. All right. So we need to to lure it into the secret room, right? Isn't that the idea? The little secret corner. I I, see. I think that secret. I think that secret thing is too small. I think we have a lot more uh, flexibility in that long in that long long hallway. hallway. Right. Because that'll give us more time to close the door behind it and. Close the door right. at the other end. Otherwise, the timing would be so tight since it's such a small space. Okay. 
So, so, if, so, so Mort needs to go back to the goblin camp and strip down so he's fast. Right? Okay. And then... Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, Darius, your job can be hide in that secret door uh, hallway, the little one there, so that your job can be to bust out and close the door behind him when he goes in. Uh, and y'all will start off in the middle of that uh, that hallway that leads to the goblin camp with with the rope just in case, like he's the safety in case Mort gets uh, uh, stuck or paralyzed or something. He can yeah. you know, drag him along behind him. Uh, but yeah, when he when he uh, uh, goes and hears Mort screaming, "Go, go, go!" then he'll you know run through and then he'll be ready to close the door after Mort comes through at the far end of the goblin camp. I love you understand this. this plan, John, because I I get it. Uh, I I might need a, just a refresher. So All right, let me let me try, Matt. So okay, in the bronze spigot room, yes, will be Mort stripped down so he's leaning fast. Got the it. rope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He will go to the door to the north into the fear room, mm-hmm. open it up, mm-hmm. and try and lure the monster to to chase towards him. Gotcha. He immediately turns around and runs. Mm-hmm. He runs into the thirty foot corridor between the spigot and the goblin camp. Got it. Okay. Darius is waiting in the in the 10-foot secret door corridor. Gotcha, yeah. Okay. Yep. So as as Mort and Nial retreat ahead of the monster, they will shut the door from the goblin camp on the 30-foot corridor. Yep. Darius waits till the creature's in that corridor, comes up, shuts the door behind it. And, and then all of us, including the goblins, go around through the dead goblin room and up through the secret corridor and book it through the fear room. Understood. Got it. Uh, oh, this is predicated on. No oh, he's so happy. Happy. <laughs> this, is, this is predicated on on the fact that this thing can move out of the room, but mm-hmm. can't open doors. Right. Understood. Yep. Um, if it can open doors, we're all clever, girl. <laughs> if it can open doors, it would have. Right. Well, one assumes, but it may not even be able to leave the fear room. So this may be all a bunch of hooey for nothing. But that's the plan. Okay. Uh, if it if it can't leave the room, then we just sit here and we shoot it with arrows until it's dead from outside. I don't have any arrows. Okay. Uh, key point, Darius. Um, when you set yourself up in the secret chamber, there yeah. um, is the door. Is the secret door leading north shut? Um, I think that it is shut. Yes. And I am going to right before the plan activates. I'm going to use my last use of Blairell's cloak. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Now okay. you are okay. That's good. I understand everything. Um, uh, Avaricio, so you, uh, Avaricio, sorry, y'all, you were back in the <laughs> goblin camp, right? Uh, no, he's gonna, well, he has to, it's only 50 feet of rope, so he's gonna start in the middle of that 30 foot hallway, yeah, right? Yeah, and then he'll start running as soon as, as soon as yeah. it goes so just to keep the slack up, the right. Yeah. If I get petrified or paralyzed the moment I open the door and he needs to drag me away. Gotcha. Okay. He's so he's like within say, rope can, range. Okay. Yeah. So my question as soon as is. I come um, booking at him like run, run, run. He moves and I move and we shut the door behind us when we get right. into the goblin. So Mort is self-sufficient with his infravision, but there is the question of light with Darius and y'all. So uh, y'all, if you're in the corridor, um, you will need light. And Darius as well, if you are in the secret room, you will also need light. Right. What I think we should do is just throw a torch in the corner of the bronze spigot room so that that room is lit 
right? And then it'll shine down both ways. And then, John, I don't actually think I want to have a light in the secret secret door room. Mm-hmm. Just because then, for all we know, it might see light coming through the door. Or when I open it, it might distract it or whatever. Got it. So as soon as I hear it, then I open that door. And then I have light to shut the door behind it. Okay, Does that cool. Make sense? Um, are you... So I'm just asking a series of questions so I can understand how this unfolds. Are you telling the goblins what your plan is? Yep. Yes or no? Um, Sorry, I didn't. I was thinking we should because then they could actually be waiting in the dead goblin room. Yeah, they could be waiting in the dead goblin room. Okay, so they. uh, I'm I'm sorry to be annoying, but they don't want to leave their room because they're worried that if they leave the southeastern door, that they're going to be attacked by Sir Simonet. Then they're just going to have to accept the fact that the thing is coming, and they better deal with it. So, okay. I mean, we, we can also we can also tell him, like we you know we talked to him. He's cool. Don't go south. He you know we've we've kept him down south. As long as you don't go south, he's not going to bother. It would require another uh, reaction roll to convince them, but probably would. Yeah, it would another reaction roll. Do you want to try it? Uh, sure, sure. Okay, sure. charisma like two d six plus. We can, uh, we can draw the whole plan out for them, John. Just like on the dirt on the floor. Yeah. Right. So that they get it. So they they are you know they're they're goblins. They're not exactly the brightest bunch, but they can they imme- hey. they can immediately assess what the 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 immediate hole is 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 that if if Mork gets scared, it 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 could it could be an issue, right? So they're they're like, okay, they like it because they don't have to do shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> they're 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 willing to try, and they like the fact that you're going to slam that door, so you're not going to allow the thing to come in, um, if 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 it's not bothered by door if it's if it's if it's stopped by doors so they're okay with it if you want to move them into the dead goblin room you will have to convince them with a roll do you want to do that well i'll tell you what i'll try this this might help i pull out spikes and a hammer and i say what if i spike sir summit in and spike his door to the south so he can't get out i'll give you a plus why don't we just go talk to sir simonet and just be like hey man we're gonna try and get these goblins out of your way can you just hang out he'll take more they won't believe it let's just i'm gonna spike the door it doesn't even have to be very well. They'll understand. They'll they'll, they'll believe it. Uh, okay. What if he cool. hears you spiking it and decides to shock lance you? <laughs> like, and come on, Mike. It, 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 you know we got to do something. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm going to spike the door. So I'll dip my uh, ditch my spikes and I'm going to leave the hammer. Okay. Uh, as well, which means that does anybody have one slot they can take? Um, a large sack or something? Yes, I do. Let me look. Okay, here. Take, a, take a large sack, and then I'm going to take off my armor mm-hmm. and move that into my backpack, which means that I still have all my stuff, but I'm at 120. Okay, perfect. I dig okay, it. Okay, easier to run from the monster. Okay, so Ted, I'm going to give it to you. Um, if you spike the door, that'll allow them to, to quell their fear enough that they'll move into the room, uh, into right. the a dead goblin room. So they will uh, they will hang out there amongst all that wooden detritus. Um, as you are spiking in uh, loosely uh, under the door, you do hear a voice. Be like, it's like, friends, I hope you're not doing what I think you're doing. It's, a, it's all good, buddy. <laughs> Very well. I'll trust you for now, knowing that you are probably fully aware of the consequences of attempting to keep me here. I'll explain everything later. Very well, friend. I trust you. Um, and y'all and, can pull that on the way out. Don't worry about it. 
Okay, so they uh, the go- okay, so I'm going to say this. Well, we'll speed things ahead to like the execution of the plan, getting everything ready, convincing the goblins, tying the ropes, all that kind of stuff, marking it all out, mapping it all out, spiking the door, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm going to say is going to take two turns. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Do the goblins have any additional torches that we can uh, refresh our supply with? Or uh, they- not yeah. really. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they can also exist in the dark if they want to. They gave you what they had if if they gave you anything. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so right. Okay, so you've got four turns left on Darius's torch. Um, you've already. I'm going to say so. You need to take one torch out of your inventory, the one that you're going to throw into the spigot room to just light that room. So okay. just mark that off. That's gone. And uh, and now you are in place. Torch is in place. Mort's at the door. Nyal's got the the backup in the hallway. Darius is uh, quiet in the uh, secret room, and the goblins are waiting for the signal to go. Okay, Mort, what do you do? Okay, hold on. I, what I'm doing is adjusting <laughs> my equipment list <laughs> so that it's up to. Okay, all right. So ropes around my waist. I go up to the door, and I I've checked. Everyone's in place. Everyone's in place. Everyone's in place. I I got it. You got this, man. All right. Mort. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so ready. Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's going to open the door, slap his little goblin ass, do that at the monster, and run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you open the door. It's the exact same thing. The the, The baboon's like right there. You're like, oh, shit. Now, here's the thing, is that when you're at the door and you're not beyond the door, you are not in the 20-foot radius of its of its fear thing, okay? So you see it and you're scared, but it's not like a magically induced thing. Right, but the moment right, right. you open the door and you leave it open and don't slam it shut like the last time you did it, the thing is like, and it just it takes like all four of its arms, goes down till it's like a, a, you know, a hexapedal right. creature. And just like plows toward the towards the door, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, at that point, we will roll for initiative. Now this could oh. actually go well for you because if you win initiative and you're moving at one twenty, right, it can't catch up. That is the plan. I hadn't anticipated initiative. That's a very. Uh, <laughs> I, I um. I, I don't oh, think we don't get a surprise round to... or something. Huh? No, I no, ripped no. open the door and ran. I mean, it's uh, shouldn't I get a surprise round? No, you don't surprise. I mean, no, you don't. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a magical thing. The well, let me see. Um, if okay, well, it's still combat, right? If you're if you're turning around and running, well, let me think. Give him a circumstantial bonus to initiative. Well. I just don't think it's something that you could get out of uh, scot free. Like you, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I see both both points here. Like, in, in, you know, in a realistic sense, if you open the door and immediately start running, and you're faster than whoever's chasing you, even if it has a really good reaction rate, you're faster. Okay, right. But yeah, it's a game. The point is, like, yeah. I open the door, and maybe it's right there. You know that's that's how the game works. So no, it was in the same spot. So what I'm going to say is this: this is actually similar to the way that David covered all of his bases with Onware when he assassinated um, um, uh, uh, Blondveg. Is that you have accounted for all of the contingencies? So therefore, 
when you discover that the fear effect does not uh, overcome you immediately, the door because you have not stepped within its radius, um, that you uh, your plan goes off as but you're kind of surprised that you basically have your wits about you. So you're like, oh shit, it's there, and you're like, fuck it, I'm out of here. So you just you just turn around and uh, you and you leave the door open and you book it yep. at one at at 120 whatever that yep. is running speed and the thing comes after after you um at, through the door so it does indeed move through the door into the chamber yeah. just like pounding after you as fast right. as it possibly can just roll 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 um and you I'm like squeal incoming. Around. Yep. yeah I, i'm yelling at uh Niall, incoming incoming and, and now starts running through that through the yeah. the, the door in the uh, west there Okay, so the, the the rope sort of tightens a little bit, and then um, as y'all's running westward, and then you you basically screech around the corner into yeah. the into the western corridor. Um, as you move as you move through it, you can hear the thing like slam into the southern wall of the spigot room yep. as it can't kind of catch itself. But then yep. it, you um, as you're looking backwards, you can see um, like like two paws from its left side, basically like grab that edge of the hallway and just wrench itself bodily in, right. into the hallway. And it fills the whole thing. Cause it's only five feet wide. Right. Um, and then as soon as we are into the goblin camp room, I yell clear and slam the door. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you, you're basically like, through so the various can hear me. Yep. So you, you burst into the goblin camp um, tripping slightly over the rope as it's it's slack with uh, Nyal and the goblins all like like back in the corner, um, and uh, it's it, its speed has further reduced because it's a five foot wide corridor and the thing is very big, oh, um, yeah. and so it's it's like as it's kind of muscling its way through. Right. So Darius, nope. yeah, so I, do, I do my thing when I hear it slam into the southern door. I give it like like a three second beat. Mm-hmm. And when I hear it going into the hallway, I'll open the secret door and I'll slam that door behind behind it. Okay, booms, slam. So there's like a slam, slam, like from either end, like real quick in succession. I, I know I made a mistake. The goblins are not there. They're in the other room. Um, okay. And then Darius, you should start moving north immediately and we're going to all come around and join okay. you. But you should start moving. Now, I'm invisible, John, so I just want to let right. that be clear. Um, How long does that last again? Sorry. Uh, ten turns. Ten? Ten. Three? Really? That seems like an no, odd number to me. Wait, 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 wait. It's thirty it was, three turns. Three turns. Three, thirty minutes three, per three time. Turn, yeah. Thirty yeah. minutes per time. And then you can do that three times. So I've got three turns of invisibility. Marked. Um, I'm gonna move right up to the door. Now you can stop my action because I'm gonna just go and try and sneak around that south and then wall to get back to the um to the door we came to. But you okay. can resolve that now, whenever you want. Before you do that, Mike, are you going to tell the goblins behind you that the coast is clear or not? Yeah. I okay, just cool. say door shut and then I and then I move. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So as you quickly like just skitter your invisible way up to the northern door and into the into the fear room at the same time, um, uh, Nyal and Mort, who are alone in the goblin camp now, um, you you see the door like shudder and badges, boom, you know. And then, similar to the way that it happened the last time Mort checked on the door, there's just silence. No more growling or shouting or anything like that. But that after that initial thud of impact, quiet. Okay? All right. All you can we hear, slightly <laughs> vaguely, is you hear excited goblin chattering coming from the southeast. All right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Mort, hold, hold, I can't see shit. Hold my hand while we go south. All right. Yeah. Just follow my rope. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, I would gather that up and actually... I don't want to be tripping over it anymore. And I'll take me all around 
through that little 10 foot corridor, through the dead goblin room, sure. through the 10 foot corridor, right on into the bigger room. Okay. At which point there should be a torch there waiting for us. I we're going to take, we're going to take our quick second break, but, okay. you, um, but what I'm going to say is, is, is the plan went perfectly. You, uh, you all meet up. Um, Darius is in the, uh, the old fear room against the wall and the rest yeah. of you meet up with the goblins in the basin room. Okay. And we'll, we'll all leave right. it right there. So you've got all of your goblins, Morton, y'all in the in the basement room, and Darius is scouting ahead in the fear room itself, and we will be right back. Okay, we're back after the second break. Beer, uh, well, my beer is not full, but my bladder is empty. Um, okay, uh, the <laughs> plan went off without a hitch. The creature appears to be trapped within that quarter. Actually, it might be a good job, uh, a good idea, Ted, to maybe make a marker or some sort that that creature is there. Um, just for future reference, just in case. So you are now all in that room. It's rather cramped now. Remember how humid it is as well. And you've got, um, 12 goblins total, 10 regulars and the, and the two chiefs with you. Yes, Matt. Uh, John, as, as we go through that little, uh, corridor with the, with the three doors in the mm-hmm. South, uh, y'all will, uh, take the spike out of the door so that, um, uh, our night friend can get out of there. Okay. I hear you, like, friend, and thank you for your wise decision. Yeah, yeah. Good, good luck to you. I mean, we. I think we trapped the uh, the the scary monster guy up in the the hallway that runs between where the goblins were and that uh, spigot room. So uh, I'd avoid that if I were you. Do tell. Well, that is excellent news. I mean, he's, this is sort of like echoing out from the chambers, you know, and he, he says, once I find myself able to traverse the halls once again, I will not forget this favor. Well, uh, you've been uh, uh, fortunate to deal with the AV club. So uh, remember us and we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out for you in the halls. The AV club. I like the sound of that. All right. All right so the. <laughs> the goblins are like quaking in fear all over again. They're like, "That's him! That's him!" You know. Well, go, go north. Get out. He's not going to get you. Go, go. You go. can hear how horrible his voice is. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Damn dirty goblins. All right, Darius. Uh, so I'm going to say like the whole plan execution took a turn. Um, so Darius, you have two invisibility turns left, and you are sort of a uh, little bit by yourself up there. Uh, you're aware of what's going on behind you, but there's something you wanted to do before everyone joins you up there. Yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the theory to the test that we can skirt the uh, skirt the fear thing. So I'm gonna just move. Mm-hmm. Is that door to the east actually open? Because I don't know if we ever had the wherewithal to shut it behind us. I don't I think, think more, you... more closed. I think more closed it when we because he still had his like wits. Yeah, because I was worried about gargoyles and stuff coming in. That door is shut. Okay, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to move. Assuming I get there without triggering the magic trap, you don't. I'm going to go to that door mm-hmm. and I'm going to just open it because I'm not wasting my invisibility to listen. Okay, cool. So you you open it up and uh, and for the first thing that you notice is that it appears to be quiet. When you first left this room, it was a pitch battle. Right. Between beastmen and gargoyles flying all over the place, right? Um, that yep. does not appear to be the case now. So okay. there, um, if I remember correctly, there's no light though. So you are limited by what your torch has. So you're basically um, uh, you, you're shining torches in wall sconces. Hmm. I'm with torches on wall sconces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where are I? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. I'm, I apologize. No, you're right because there's no light. 
There were unlit torches in the wall sconces. But oh, we unlit torches. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Brackets for a score of torches. Yeah. Okay. So your torchlight is basically illuminating 30 feet ahead, which is that corridor and a little bit um, uh, in the room itself. So okay. you could see at the edge of your torchlight, Darius, that, um, and remember, your light actually does emanate through the invisibility. Um, yeah, yeah. Just not the source of it. That uh, in that first square, you do see little specks of blood on the ground. Okay. Um, blood. And it's been a couple of hours since we came through there. We determined that like it was mm-hmm. like two or three hours. Two to, okay. to three ish hours. Yeah. All right. So I am going to creep. The, the fear thing did not go off, right? Nope. Okay. As long as you and were going, going around to, the edge. Yeah. I'm going to speak loudly. Uh, you know, kind of shut the door, but I'll, I'll whisper loudly to people coming up behind me and be like, stay next to the walls and you'll be safe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys hear that? All right. And then I'm yeah. going to go, John, to the edge of the great hall and I'm going to peer around and see if I see any activity. Okay. So you don't see any activity. However, you can see that the, the, the remains of the battle that occurred here, there are, uh, pieces, chunks, huge chunks that are recognizable as pieces of, uh, the stone gargoyles, the ibis shaped gargoyles that are scattered along the ground. Um, remember you're only kind of seeing like a 30 foot radius of this. Uh, and there does not appear to be any sign of dead beastmen corpses at all. However, mm-hmm. there are multiple blood smears that are dragging back towards the um, eastern barricades. Do I see any light coming from those eastern barricades or anything like that? Yeah. Yes, you do. Okay. Um, all right. Do I see like figures on top of like their little mini battlement things or anything like that? No. Okay. No, but there's definitely light coming from there. But everything's um, like very, very quiet. Yeah. I don't know how we're doing this, John, if I'm like what the time frame is for them to catch up to me or not. But without wasting any time, I'm going to go up to the double doors if there's still that level of movement for myself. You uh, know? Let's see. One, two, three. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Okay. I'm going to duck through the double doors with my light source so that I'm not standing in the middle of the room with a torch. Uh, understood. Give me one second. I just got to check a thing here. Um, da, da, da. yeah yep 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 okay yeah those are those are good yeps uh john while he's doing that mm-hmm. y'all's gonna uh, take that rope that he had tied to mort he's gonna loop it around the fish and hike it up over his shoulders and he's gonna carry it on his back uh okay um to do that, to keep his speed at ninety, he's gonna um, uh, he's gonna drop something. He has um, a little dagger. You guys can help me. He can either drop a little dagger that we took from the um, the Scribner's room back when we were uh, running from Eustace, or um, just a regular javelin. If I drop either either of those things, I'll be good. Just just, just the javelin, and then I don't have to go back in the treasure tracker and mark the Scribner's knife. Okay. Okay. I ditch the javelin. <laughs> give it to a goblin. I'll put, uh, yeah, give okay. it to a goblin. Okay, give it to a goblin. All right. And I'll do uh, three slots worth of uh, heavy water fish. God, God. Okay. So that's going to take more time than what's happening with Darius. Uh, Darius, within that same movement that you're kind of moving um, 
uh, moving into the room and through the double doors, it all happens in the same turn because you're just kind of and you kind of move through, right? So the light source is still there. Um, as you move through the double doors um, and the, your light sort of illuminates a broad, excuse me, a broad swath of the hall, from the eastern barricades, you start to hear a, a, a soft, not as militant as the last time. You hear a doom, 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 doom. And you do see shadows moving across all of the tops of each one of those um, those four-foot-high barriers um, that have been constructed there. Okay, you guys, you guys got a haul ass, bro. Um, <laughs> and the, uh, but then you kind of slip into the doors. So what you see, um, Ted, you're going to want to map what Darius actually sees. I'm ready. Is a long uh, Arcantian uh, carved uh, constructed chamber, um, 40 feet east to west by 20 feet north to south, and you are entering in in the direct middle of the uh, eastern wall. Wait, 40 feet. East, west, right? Yep. 20 feet north to south. Right. Okay. And in the northwestern corner, uh, a passageway continues north 10 foot wide. North western corner. Directly north. Okay. Uh, The, okay. Uh, Yep. You got it. Okay. Okay. It looks like uh, similar to the hall itself and many of the other rooms here, it used to be plastered. The plaster is basically gone. And you can immediately see in parts where the plaster was on the north wall, very evident that there are two arrow slits on the northern wall. Okay. Um, the doors themselves, as you move through, are scorched and cracked. I noted that the first time you entered the room. And, um, and uh, yeah, on this side, when you kind of move through, you can see on the, uh, on the western side, on the backs of the doors, basically, or perhaps the front of the doors, they are, uh, they are, uh, carved stone and the door uh, one door bears an ibis and the other a feather oh okay like, like those feathers that we got from that um, shrine uh, north of the debouche room the feathers of Maat. Uh yeah stylized but yeah mm-hmm. um uh yes correct and as you kind of enter the room silently but your torch once again giving out light you very quietly, you can hear beyond those arrow slits, you hear a distinctive sound of a bowstrings being pulled back. Where are the arrow slits, John? They're on the right northern, on the west. The northern oh, wall. Okay. Like just equidistant? Equidistant, like in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, I'm going to crouch. Three of them. I'm sorry. Three, three arrow slits. Equidistant. Okay. I'm just going to crouch and go along the northern wall underneath the arrow slits. Okay. Yeah, and if you're underneath them, you can definitely hear um, the breathing coming from the arrow slits, you know, calm, but, you know, steady breathing. Okay. Mul- multiple. Fecund? No. Okay. All right. I'll- what, I'll, what I'll do then, John, is I'm going to kind of go to the corner. I'm going to look up that northern hallway. Uh-huh. And then I'm just going to probably wait for the other guys so that I can warn them about the bow guys before they come into the hall. Gotcha. So your torchlight illuminates a passageway that goes directly north for 30 feet and continues on past that, but you can't determine. And no doorways off of it to either side? Not in that 30 feet. Okay. Um, John, when you said that it was going to take extra time for uh, Neal to pick up the fish and so on, is that enough time for me to put my armor back on? 
Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'll put my armor back on. Okay. So, uh, putting the armor back on, and then okay, yeah. So we'll say by the time that Darius is set up at that corridor um, is the time when uh, you've got all your gear ready to go and move out. The goblins mm-hmm. are goblins are very excited. You're basically kind of keeping their voices. You're, you're attempting to keep them quiet. Um, so a turn goes by after that. So Darius has one more turn left on his invisibility and two more turns left on his torch. Right. Okay. Okay. So at this point, we, the goblins and Nial and I can now skirt around the fear thing. Yes, you can. I'm going to, I'm going to need somebody to hold a torch for him because Nial can't, you guys can see in the dark. Nial can't. Goblins can hold a torch. If they want help, they got to hold a torch. You know, and y'all, you're um, you're you're hauling the whole thing on your back. Is that right? Yeah. Using your yeah, using yeah. your hook hand. Okay. Right. So no, no, no. Y'all's got both. Y'all's got um, both, Jesus baby. Yeah, with God. Yeah. I just look at you, Matt, and I think Avaricios. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. He's doing his southern accent, John. I, I know. What am I thinking? All right. Uh, okay. Got it. Uh, all right. So, what do you do? Skirt around the so, circle. Mm-hmm. Well, we and we don't know yet that the that. Because I'm worried about bringing those goblins into the uh, the arrow fire of death. Well, that's why I'm waiting there, Matt, yeah. to, to warn okay. you guys as you're coming through. So when I see the torchlight, when I see the torchlight approaching the doors, as soon as I see a face come through the door, I'm going to be like, "Where are the archers to the north?" And then you guys are going to crouch underneath those arrow slits, and we're and you're just going to move. Okay, that's why I'm burning my last invisibility turn. Same okay. here. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so Dar- when you hear Darius's voice ring out, all right, you hear uh, shouts of alarm coming from beyond the arrow slits, Darius, and then okay. the uh, and uh, this is something that you probably would have noticed the first time this occurred as well is you immediately hear the blaring of the horns in mm. the wall, right to, uh, on the western side there. Oh, that are in the Great Hall? Those two horns that stick out of the wall? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Except it's only one of them that actually blared, which is kind of weird. So the northern one blares. Okay. And you like, and you hear like all three of the doors like slam open on the eastern side uh, that are kind of set into that barricade. John, as soon as I give that warning left, if I have any time left on that invisibility, I'm booking it up the hallway. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? The goblins are about to freak. Once everything kind of goes berserk with alarms and stuff, I think we all just start running through the okay. double doors. Okay, so you, I mean, uh, yeah, you hear Doris's right? voice, the horns start blaring, and then um, you immediately just are like you're just tearing ass around that corner right as fast as you possibly can i don't can. see any choice i mean we've been warned about ar- archers but i don't know where they are exactly said archers so, on the yeah. north wall yeah, yeah i'm a north yeah. wall i haven't even seen yet like i don't well yeah. it's like when we peeked around yeah, okay uh, y'all y'all is gonna as we start this uh little dash y'all's gonna tell the the little goblins hide behind me fellas or, or get up against that north wall and and run like hell okay <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, you, you, uh, t- tear around the corner. Uh, let's see. They're aware of the danger. They understand that there are arrows there, but you still have to make your way to the wall. Like you have to kind of 
get in there, right? You have to kind of slide underneath that thing. So I don't think there's a non-zero chance that some arrows might hit. Yeah. yeah. John, um, Nyal is going to uh, kind of make a big show of it. Like he's got this big fish um, in the, you know, on his back. Mm-hmm. He's going to walk right down the middle of that room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my name's y'all, 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 y'all can't hit me, can't hit me, can't hit the side of a barn, can't hit nothing. Mm-hmm. Give it your best shot. Okay. Do you want to turn yeah. the fish end towards them? Hose <laughs> them right through the arrow slot. Yeah. Uh, no, John, no, no, no. He's, use... he's just, he's just going to walk through. He's got his hands on that rope. Yeah. And he's just walking through and uh, taunting the archers as he does so. Okay, cool. What's your AC? Mort, Mort's going to block to protect himself and, and any goblins that can hide behind his shield with him. Ooh. Um, uh, if, uh, so I'm taking a chance here that uh, these are uh, normal arrows. Um, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so then it, yeah, then it does not matter what his AC is. It does. What do you mean? It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, well, Njal is wearing an amulet. That uh, when the first arrow starts to hit, bounces off and just does nothing. He has an amulet of protection from normal missiles. Oh, stamp, y'all. All right. <laughs> Look at that. Coming in but, he'll ma- but he'll make a show of it every time an arrow does hit him. He'll be like, oh, oh, man, that stung. Surely you guys can do better than that. Okay, Mine give me a hit off your body when you go. <laughs> amulet of protection. Uh, where is this? Uh, God damn it. Um, what does it do exactly again? Uh, amulet of protection from normal missiles. It's an orange and gold, gold amulet with a smooth, smooth or. Yeah, but what's the effect? So it doesn't defend against siege weapons, but he's invulnerable uh. to normal projectiles and it reduces magical projectile uh, HP damage by one HP of die. Amazing. Okay. Uh, so this is, this, is what, this is how I'm envisioning it. You correct me if I'm wrong. So Njal's going to basically front and taunt them so that they loose their arrows. Then knowing that they have to reload, Mort and the goblins are going to hustle as fast as they possibly can. And um, all of them, including Mort, will declare blocks with their shields. Um, as part of, uh, as part of the, uh, uh yep. before initiative, right? Okay. So, uh, uh, that's the declaration. So let us roll for initiative. I got a five. Oh, fine. No I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I, I can be, I can beat a five. Sure you can. <gasps> and he did. He got a six. Nicely you just, done. You just got to call it. You just got to call it. Okay, so everyone uh, uh, whips up their shields as much as they... Uh, well, well, let's walk with Njal first. So Njal happens first uh, and uh, basically doesn't attack, but just basically calmly walks his way through, um, taking the arrow fire at the... Um, and then, because we're doing side base initiative, so it's a little bit abstracted, Mort and the goblins raise their shields, and they're going to skirt underneath, uh, waiting for the reload to happen. So uh, the uh, goblins will attack uh, Njal. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Here we go. Oh, it's all immune, so I don't even need to roll, right? So they uh, they fire these doof, 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 just three arrows in quick succession, um, and they basically just skitter off of you like a force, basically just ping, 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 and you hear uh, cries, uh, a- animal, bestial cries of dismay um, as uh, you watch as Morton the Goblin just like <laughs> just gonna skirt skirt around the corner in front of you, and yep, exactly. And you're all like, oh, that that really hurt. Oh, please don't do that again. 
Okay. Ted? Can, can we tell these are the, the fletching on these arrows? Is it Beastman or Goblin fletching? It's not Goblin, put it that way. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. The doors are stone, and they are basically lodged open at this point. Um, so uh, after you kind of make your show, y'all, which was badass, uh, you know that there are Beastmen coming from all three barricades, plus there are the ones that are behind the, the arrow slits, um, and uh, they are coming. What they're going to do, you're not really sure, but you uh, you have a feeling that if they recognized you and it was just you, maybe there'd be a chance for Parley, but the fact that you've uh, walked uh, some of their their enemies through their territory, uh, probably they're not going to be so kind. Um, so the uh, so you're, uh, what I'm asking is, are you going to be booking ass as, far, as fast as you possibly can up the north? Hell north? yes. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Darius, Darius, you're skipping through at 120, right? Yeah, uh, no, John, I'm actually at 90, bud. You're at 90, okay. All right. Uh, Take into account, too, that this is all running, so it's actually much faster, um, but just relative. Okay, so as you you lunge through there with your last turn of invisibility, which will last for quite uh, some time when you're running speed, um, Ted, this is what Darius uh, maps out. So past the 30 feet, uh, let me actually scoot this down for the audience here, zoom out a little bit. Lucky, lucky audience. Okay, so it goes one, two, three. Uh, one, two, three, four. So it goes on for another 40 feet before um, there is a door directly in front of you. Okay. Okay. However, there is another door that you pass by on your way to the north that you can certainly just stop and go through if you'd like to. Um, and that is at the 25 foot mark from the north. On the western side. Um, One there. And one there. There you go. You got it, Ted. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the the doors are kind of identical. There's not anyone, like, not one's bigger or No, your your typical Archontian doors. That's correct. Yep. Um, I'm going to go for the northern door. And I'm just going to open it, John. Okay. <laughs> that was the say, wrong door. That's the sound of the wrong door. I'm going to say that Darius, you disappear through that door at the same time the rest of the team um, is uh, turning around that bend, right? Like you're coming up the corridor. Okay. So we just okay. see a door okay. open and shut randomly. And I'm, open, more, and more, you, you, you would see that. No one else does. Why, right? why would I shut the door behind me, though? I don't know. I'm just uh, imagining, you know, for the sake of cinematic drama and invisibility right i just see a door open and shut okay so you enter into a chamber um uh darius that is 40 feet east to west 20 feet north to south and you're entering in 15 feet from the western side on the southern end of it wait western side southern end okay so a room something like this you got it exactly there is a um, there is a passageway that leads to the south in the southern eastern end. Can't tell where like it goes. So. Okay, and there is a door directly in the center of the northern wall. All right, but the well, main feature that you notice is that uh, bisecting the room from east to west, directly in the middle, is a huge, obviously deliberately built 
a barricade of rubbish. Large bits of furniture, entire sarcophagi have been mounded here. Uh, miscellaneous adventuring gear has been tossed here. Um, and it's a, basically like a low-height barricade that spans the entire thing. All right. Um, and you see in front of you, directly by the door that you just passed through, Darius, impaled on a spear, stuck into a crack in the pavement, is a rotting halfling head. On which, on the north side of the barricade? Uh, no, or right, right next to Darius as he pops through the door. As if it was sort of warning people at who would attempt to come to, through that door. Okay. Do we recognize the head, John? Do we recognize the head? Uh, you don't, you don't, well, you, no, you don't recognize that. You don't recognize Oh, Dar yeah, Darius wouldn't know him. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, okay, yeah. Do uh, I hear any noise coming up from that passageway to the east? No, you don't. Okay, so right now, you guys have the jump on them, so I'm just going to go back to the rest of the group, Goblins and Nyal. Um, what are you guys doing? Are you just following Darius and Darius's wake? Yeah, I think we book it up that hallway, right? Okay, uh, right. You're not. You're uh, not going to go investigate the door of the west. I'm just asking. You're just going to follow Darius, right? I. I mean, the point. Is, well, I mean, nobody likes Darius, but the point was reunification, right? We'll all get together. <laughs> <laughs> Next session, uh, I mean, Darius yeah. is his own party member. <laughs> right. No, I think we should follow him. Just, you know, it doesn't do to split up. Okay. How, John? So, how how long how long does it take to spike a door is that just like a run and jam something in there or does that take like a while it, it takes a turn if you want to properly spike it yeah no 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 yeah. we'll get we'll get caught up yeah so we just we just book it okay you book it through and uh, okay so you you slam into darius's back and you're like whoa you know this this can be mounted right it's rather low, but you know for a fact that beastmen are coming. In fact, you can hear their booted feet and their growls, and you can hear, like, sort of barked orders. Uh, you know, like, men, stay tight. Um, goblins about. And, uh, you know, as uh, from way down the hallway. And you can see, like, flickering torchlight, like, about to round the bend, okay, as you slam in. Um, so uh, what do you so do? So we shut this door behind us. Yes. And start climbing the barricade. Are we all together now, John? We're all together. We're all together. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's go over the barricade. I agree. I think. I think the beastman put the halfling head here a while ago to dissuade anyone coming into their territory. Do, do the goblins that are with us recognize this room? Uh, so they do. Yeah. So as they pile in, Harab's like, oh, "The barricade. Yes. Uh, we are close. We are close to the passageways that lead to Gog. Oh, yes." To lead to Gog. That's that's good. That's good. We want to go to the passageway that leads to Gog. I would love to meet, or I would love to view Gog from a distance and see what's going on. But yeah, okay, um, let's go over the barricade. Over yeah, the barricade. Be careful though, as you can see. Look, look, look. And he, they point to the head. Halflings, halflings to the north. Oh, no, 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 the no, guys. Go over the barrel. They're go like, what? The Why are you dismissing them? <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'll, you can, I'll tell you a story later but don't worry about them little fellas okay so you heave yourself over the bear as quick as you can like shut up the goblins like just shut up follow us and they're, they're you're hauling yourselves over massive people um and you can see that right before the door is a uh, another spear that is actually uh, jutted out from a secret like a tile in the floor at an angle towards the door and it's in it um it has blood on it that's dried but doesn't look to be too old okay like that kind of thing 
Uh, what am I looking at? Yeah, but it's like right in front of the door. Spear. It's like right, like pointing right at the door, basically coming out of the floor. As if Are like some, other... like if you entered the door from the north, that that would have triggered a spear trap that jutted out and impaled you as you entered in. You see, and it That's obviously right. got Are there other. Go ahead. Are there other holes in the floor that? No, just like the one. more spears could come just out. Just the of one. Them? Okay. We just pull the spear out of the hole. Leave it. it All you're going to do is show them which way we went. Oh, Let's just true. leave it. Yeah. Okay. Can we open the door when without triggering it? Door, when we open the door on the other side, John, can we be like cognizant that there might be a trap on that side, like of similar make? You would have to slow, like really slow. You can be cognizant that there might be one, but there's no way that you could really avoid it if you're booking it. We're booking let it. me yeah. let let um, uh, send y'all first. He can okay. he can take it if there's something it's up there. Okay. It's not a siege weapon. So you were running, uh, you're running at full pelt metal, but I'm going to say like catching up and all that kind of stuff, getting over the barricade, a turn is passed. Daria suddenly pops into existence as he moves through, uh, as he, as Nyal takes the front. Um, and uh, you have one more turn left on your torch, Darius. You move through, um, you enter into a 10 foot wide corridor. So you're actually going to be straddling two lines there, Ted, or okay. straddling the middle line. Um, yep, and yep. Uh, more, uh, Mort, your vision is a little bit distorted by the fact that there's torchlight impeding it, but you can see that um, it is a 50-foot-long corridor that ends in another door. 50 foot. Mm-hmm. Oops. Running straight north, north and south. 50-foot corridor with a door at the end. That's excellent. You can hear the beastmen pounding up. They're making come a barricade. Should we stop? <laughs> if they pass the barricade, should we stop them, Sergeant, or should we stay behind? Let's assess. Slow down. Shields up. Right. Spears out. Shields up. Oop. Okay. Uh, yeah, we open the door. We run into the hallway. We close the door behind us. That's what I say. Yep. Okay, you are in that long hallway. Um, it is lit for 30 feet by Darius's torch. And more, you can see the door at the far end. Once again, you can hear the beastmen behind you. I will approach the door at the far end uh, ahead of everybody else. Like, I'll move up mm -hmm. and I'll, um, without the torchlight right there, I, mm -hmm. I can open the door and see what's on the other side without necessarily giving away my position immediately. That's correct, yeah. When you open the door... Mort. Oh no. Oh no. There is a passageway, 10 foot wide, that goes directly east and west. Yes. From, from, I know that passage. Oh, from, the, from the west. <laughs> from the, <laughs> hold on one second. From the west, a voice on the wall says, Behold the glory of Thoth. Mysteries yeah. of past, present, yes. and future are known yeah. to those who speak yes. his name and direct his arms, knowledge, his power. While at the same time, to your right, you hear a much more sibilant voice say, The followers of the Ibis are dead and gone. Their power is faded and their secrets lost. Neither power nor knowledge is to be shared. Beware. And somewhere off in the distance to the east, you can hear the splashing and raucous joy of goblins splishing and splashing in some sort of pool. I thought you said goblins hated water. Mm, but it's green and glowing. You're true. That's true. Yeah. You, you've caught me in a lie. Um, but <laughs> maybe it was just this patrol. Uh, but you have 
return to the debouchement. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> nice. The Beastman. Do we want to warn those goblins about the um about the Beastman that might be coming? They hear they're like, is that are those goblins? What, what, I could swear we could hear goblins. What was that? It is I, Mortis J. Gobliano, savior of goblin kind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what I'm going to say is this is the perfect time. It actually stopped at exactly the right time. We were right at yeah. quitting time. There is, um, uh, you have made it back safely. The Beastmen, um, apparently, you do not, I'll just say this. They do not come through that door, right? And you don't hear anything from beyond that door, assuming that you close it. The magic mouths are going off. You can hear the splashing of the goblins. Um, the other ones from the Lost Patrol are around you, and they're just, like, completely taken aback. Um, they completely recognize the place, Uh uh, the areas that they're in, yeah. but everything sort of looks different, right? Um, so we will pick it up there with a team, and it is uh, at that moment that Dar Darius's torch is going to go out. Uh, um, so this is what I'm going to say for the purposes of reunification um, that it, it actually dovetailed rather nicely. It's it actually dovetailed perfectly, actually. Now that I kind of think <laughs> about it, it's. We, we're going to end at uh, 2.30, precisely. That's the, that's the actual time that actually occurred. And that, if, I, if, I don't, if I'm not incorrect, is right around the same time that Team mm -hmm. B came down, right? Yes. Unbelievable how yes. that actually worked out. Okay, so we will pick it up there um, with B and A team, I think, will be the next time because you will be together and we're going to have to make some decisions mechanically about how we're going to make this work because it's not complete reunification, um, right. but uh, A and B are moments from reuniting, uh, which is amazing. C team is like an hour behind them, right? Isn't C team like an hour behind them? Uh, C, team is, like that, yeah. C team is, I think, is actually one hour ahead, if I'm not mistaken, right? They're outside at the gate. But they're outside at the dragon, but I mean literally they could be here too, right? Like, I mean... Oh, yeah, they're actually... Uh, yeah, they're... Yeah, we could... We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. CT hasn't decided what it's doing. Uh, right. Because it's it doesn't actually to know anything yeah. yet. So yeah, it's, it's kind of an open question. I think it's actually well, B team down here that was actually at the three o'clock point. Um, so you would have... Yeah. But that's where we ended B team. So they would have been actually talking to Bottleneck in his chambers at the time that you guys arrive. Right. right, so that's mm -hmm. actually what was going on. So it's like it's yeah. perfect. You're basically going to walk into the debouchement, and you're going to hear them all talking in the in those eastern chambers, right? Um, and it's just going to be a happy reunion. So it's going to be amazing. So that Yo, was uh, buddy. that was fantastic. Great session, guys. Unbelievable planning. Once again, it worked out like a champ. Uh, David's going to be very proud <laughs> when he <laughs> when he watches. So uh, that'll do it. We'll pick it up next time. Uh, everyone, please uh, don't forget that you've been watching 3D6 Down the Line. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and subscribe and spread the word. And if uh, you have the wherewithal, join our Patreon. It helps us out a lot. And Joe, check out our publication, Feats of Exploration. It'd be useful at any OSR table that you're playing. And uh, of course, we cannot leave without thanking are wonderful conquerors. They are, this time around, we have G Tokyo Time, Matt Koenig, Chip Schultz, Terry Barney, Eric Lawson, Mando NZ, Faisal, James Doig, Robert Valdez, Eric Lawson, Grunt, Andrew Schroker, M.M., Michael Schilling, Stefano DiMaiolo, Will Davies, Matt Young, Summon Toast, Adam the DM, and Jib Cutter. Thank you, as always, for your continued support. And we, everyone, have a great week, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks, John. See you, guys. Thank you, John.
Thank you, John.